for Don Drysdale. It is Don Drysdale Day, and in the concluding ceremonies, you heard Don's remarks, and they were certainly well chosen and well spoken and well presented by one of the all-time greats in Dodger history, Don Drysdale, who officially says so long, farewell, and goodbye to his friends and his teammates here at Dodger Stadium this afternoon. And in a few moments, the field will be cleared, and we'll have the start of the ball game between the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants coming up. The ceremonies lasted about 40 minutes, and they were certainly impressive. And one of the highlights was the appearance of Sandy Koufax when he and uh, Don posed for quite a while after the presentation by Sandy of his lack. Right now, they are being presented, to, uh, taking pictures on the field down below in front of the Dodger dugout. So Don Drysdale Day, and old Lang Syne in the background, Kind of a touching and a fitting ceremony here this afternoon at Dodger Stadium and a nice crowd on hand to witness it all. Out of the business of hand, it will be Mike McCormick and Claude Osteen as we get set to go in today's ball game here at Dodger Stadium. We'll have the starting lineups coming up for you right after this message. Now the batting orders for the ball game today. For San Francisco, it will be Tony uh, Tito Fuentes leading off playing third base. The second baseman will be Ron Hunt. Hunt batting second and playing second. Willie Mays in center field. Willie McCovey will be at first base. Bobby Bonds in right field. Jim Davenport will be making his major league debut in left field for the Giants. Jim, throughout his entire career, has been an infielder, and he's going to play left field today. Jack Hyatt will be doing the catching. Hal Lanier at shortstop. And the pitcher will be Mike McCormick. Mike beat the Dodgers last Friday in Candlestick Park and began their losing streak. The Dodgers hope to turn it around on Mike here today. For the Dodgers, the batting order, Maury Wills at shortstop, Manny Moda in left field, Willie Davis in center field, Andy Costco will be in the fourth spot playing in right field, Jim LaFever at third base, Ted Sizemore is at second, Wes Parker at first base. Jeff Torborg, the catcher. And Paul Osteen will be the pitcher. So it is Osteen with 19 and 15 going on the mound today. And Claude is trying to join some illustrious company who are right at this moment posing for pictures down alongside the Dodger dugout. He's trying to become the third pitcher in Los Angeles Dodger history to win 20 games. The other two are Don Drysdale and Sandy Koufax. Don Drysdale hit it twice and Sandy three times. And Osteen will try to do it today and Bill Singer will try to do it tomorrow against the Giants and Juan Marichal. On the scoreboard, the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros are trying to eliminate the Cincinnati Reds. Atlanta is winning now 3-2 over San Diego in the eighth inning. Houston is winning 4-3 over Cincinnati in the eighth inning. If the Astros beat the Reds and the Atlanta Braves beat San Diego, the Reds are out, and it then will become a two-team battle to the finish between the Giants and Atlanta. 
The magic number for Atlanta over the Giants is four and over Cincinnati two, which means any combination of wins or losses that add up to those numbers, four and two, would uh, eliminate the team. In other words, Cincinnati, the number is two. If they lose and the, Reds, the Braves win, that adds up to the two, and Cincinnati will then be out. And they wind up the season in Houston, Atlanta, ironically. Atlanta, if they win today, would then hope for the Dodgers to pull a win over the Giants and eliminate, uh, remove the number down to two. And by tomorrow, they might be able to wind it up if they were to sweep, and the Dodgers were also to win tomorrow. So the wild, wild west, rapidly running out of games now. After today, the Braves will have three games left to play at home. One against San Diego tomorrow, and on Tuesday and Thursday against Cincinnati at home. The Giants, after today, have one left here and three at home. So they will have four left after today, and the Reds will have two on the road, one tomorrow at home against the Houston Astros. The Mets, of course, picked up the win in the Eastern Division, and they're getting set for the playoffs now. And today they're playing in New York and leading 1-0 over Philadelphia with Tom Seaver trying to get his 25th win. Denny McLean got his 24th today for Detroit, beating Boston by a score of 2-1. The Yankees beat Baltimore 1-0, Peterson over Harden. And Washington over Cleveland 3-2, that is the final. Moore the winner and Ellsworth the loser. It is four to nothing. Chicago leading Kansas City in the eighth inning after Chicago. Minnesota at Seattle tonight. Now Don Drysdale and his wife Ginger Scottish Kelly being driven off the field in a Toyota Land Cruiser, and they will leave after very impressive ceremonies here at Dodger Stadium on Don Drysdale Day. Also on the scoreboard, the Angels play at Oakland a little later on, McLaughlin against Hunter. Running down the scores at the end of seven, Atlanta three, San Diego two, Fisk and Dukes for San Diego and Reed for Atlanta. It is four to three, Houston over Cincinnati in the bottom of the eighth inning, Ray relieved by Gladding in the eighth, Merritt, Carroll, and Ryband for Cincinnati. The Reds are trying to pull it out and stay alive. Jesus Delua, home run for Houston. Alex Johnson and Johnny Bench home runs for Cincinnati. New York won Philadelphia nothing in the eighth inning. Seaver against Jackson. No score. St. Louis at Montreal. Royce for St. Louis and Robertson for Montreal. It is Pittsburgh four. The Chicago Cubs won in the seventh inning at Pittsburgh. The umpires are out and the Dodgers now take the field. Dodgers going out. Aller behind the plate. Osteen to the mound, trying for number 20. On at first base, Wes Parker at second, Sizemore. At third, Maury Wills. Rather short, Maury Wills at third, Jimmy Lefevre. In the outfield, Volta in left, Davis in center, and Costco in right field. A bit of a hazy day, but not too warm. Nice day for the ball game here, and a good crowd on hand on Don Drysdale Day here at Dodger Stadium. One left between the Dodgers and the Giants. That will be tomorrow. Juan Marichal against Bill Singer. Juan has won 20. Bill will be trying for his 20th. He's 119. So Osteen tries it today, and Singer tries it again tomorrow, and they both will have another turn with the Houston series coming in on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But they both, of course, would like to do it right now 
against the San Francisco Giants who began the Dodgers skid last week. So the Giants try to stay alive, and Atlanta keeps on winning. They carry a seven-game winning streak into today's game against San Diego. They have one more left. Osteen, 0-2 this year, and 4-10 and a lifetime against the Giants. And Mike McCormick, who goes for the Giants against the Dodgers, has won one and lost one this year. His lifetime record is 15-13 and 13 against the Dodgers. Mike is 11-9 against the league and an earned run average of 3-3-9. The umpires today will be Kibler at the plate, Olsen, Bollock, and Fargo on the bases. So ready to go on Don Drysdale Day here at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. And now for the play-by-play, -play, here's Ben Scully. Vinny? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good day to you, whatever you may be. Don Drysdale Day has been duly celebrated here at Dodger Stadium, the scene of his many triumphs, and perhaps this the most triumphant of all, as his teammates and friends, people in the newspaper and radio business, and the fans themselves all paid one last moment of tribute for all the thrills and excitement that he gave all of us down through the years. And the only thing that shakes you up, and as long as you are in baseball, you cannot get over it yet is to be saying goodbye to someone and thanking someone for all of their accomplishments and for all their many years on the scene and then have that someone explain how fortunate he was to have lasted all that time. And then when he leaves, you realize he is 33 years old. Tito Fuentes will start it off. Then Ron Hunt and Willie Mays. At the top of the eighth inning, San Diego went out one, two, three, so he can update the scoreboard a little bit more. And they're now in the bottom of the eighth inning in Atlanta, and the Braves are leading the Padres three to two. Tito Fuentes leading it off, the switch hitter batting right-handed. Osteen into the windup and delivers, and the next one is high and away. I see Virgil coaching at third, and Tito has a look at him to see if they'll have the hitter take sign. Wes Westrom coaching at first. The Giants had a little fun during the pregame celebrations honoring Drysdale. The pitch to Fuentes is on the corner for a strike, two and one. And it was the pixiest Willie Mays as captain of the Giants and the longtime foe with quotes around the word foe of Drysdale. And Mays came out ostensibly to present Drysdale with a picture poster of Drysdale in action. Here's the two one pitch. Line drive, inside third and down the line. So Fuentes stings one, rounds first, goes halfway, and then jogs into second with a stand-up double. And with nobody out, Ron Hunt will be coming up. To conclude the Giants and their gag before the game, the Giants were kidding about what they would do. Oh, they would have Willie McCovey present Drysdale with his bat. Then they were going to have Dick Dietz with his arm in a sling come up because of that 3-2 pitch, you remember, that hit Dietz with the bases loaded. And various things. What they finally settled for was Mays coming to home plate, presenting Don with the picture poster and what looked like a box lunch under his arm until he opened it up. And Willie said he wanted Don to feel at home. And he presented him with a bottle of hair tonic and a jar of Vaseline. And, of course, that broke up the house. That added just the proper amount of laughs to the ceremonies and it was a perfect cut. The Giants and the Dodgers on Don Drysdale Day. All right, Fuentes is second. Nobody out here is Ron Hunt. He takes low and inside, ball one. As soon as we get a further report out of Atlanta, you shall have it. Rico Carty in the bottom of the eighth inning in Atlanta with the Braves leading three to two has just doubled 
Riccardi is at second with nobody out. He had a home run in the sixth inning to tie up the game. They're leading 3-2 in the bottom of the eighth. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Hunt. Sprayed foul off first base and the count. One ball and one strike. Giants and the Dodgers. And the Giants have really given the Dodgers a bad time. They have won 12 of 16. They've won 5 of 7 at Dodger Stadium. And they've won 7 of 9 at Candlestick. This could be the most successful giant stand against the Dodgers in many years. Here's the 1-1 pitch on the way. Curveball hit and speared by Parker. He goes to Will. They double up on it. Parker to Maury Will. Tito Fuentes hung out to dry on the play. And now, here comes Willie May. In 1967, the Giants won 13 out of 18. And this club has won 12 of 16. The most victories that the San Francisco Giants ever piled up against the Los Angeles Dodgers was in the first year out here in 1958. Mays, it's a line drive off Will's glove and on out into left center. Willie with a bad leg gets to first and holds on, and boy, he ripped that one. Before McCovey, let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. In Phoenix, Arizona, KTAR Radio 620. Taking care of your car is the prime concern of the train technicians at Bake Paint Body Shop, 2838 East Washington, Phoenix, where you can use your Arizona Bank, Bank of Arrowcard. Here's Willie McCovey with Mays at first base. Two out in the first inning, no score. In 1958, the Giants beat the Dodgers 16 times. But in those days, there were 22 games instead of the current 18. Cardi opened up the bottom of the eighth in Atlanta with a double, and Orlando Cepeda then lined out. So Cardi is still at second with one away. Here's Willie McCovey. Mays at first and two down. Osteen's breaking ball is low and away. Ball one. On deck, Bobby Bond. McCovey with 44 home runs, 123 runs batted in. One and all the count. Osteen at the belt and delivers. Breaking ball over for a strike in the count, one and one. At the end of eight innings at Cincinnati, Houston leading the Reds 4-3. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball up, ball two, two and one. Cincinnati had been reduced to that so-called magic number of two, meaning any Atlanta wins and Cincinnati defeats. Well, Atlanta is leading and Cincinnati is losing, so the lights could go out in Cincinnati today. Two and one to count to Willie McCovey. Osteen up on top, a look at Mays, leaning towards second. The pitch to McCovey fouled away in the count two and two. Cleet Boyer in the bottom of the eighth inning in Atlanta. Cleet Boyer has just gotten a base hit to score Rico Cardi. So the Atlanta Braves are now leading four to two. 
still hitting in the bottom of the eighth inning. Osteen, left foot on the rubber, set at the belt. As a look at Mays, comes to McCovey, outside, ball three. Tom Dukes had come in to relieve Tommy Sis. And after the double by Cardi and the single by Boyer for the run, they have lifted Tom Dukes. San Diego will go to the bullpen again. But it's 4-2 to two in favor of Atlanta, still hitting in the bottom of the eighth. 3-2 pitch, Mays goes and it's fouled away. The Dodgers with Osteen and Tallboy, the infield of Parker and Sizemore, Wills and Lefebvre. The outfield of Manny Mota in left, Willie Davis in center, Andy Costco in right. Now we get a report out of Atlanta that after a long meeting on the mound, they've decided to stay with Tom Duke. So Duke stays in. Boyer is at first, 4-2 Atlanta, bottom of the eighth. Osteen up on top and at the belt. The 3-2 pitch is chased and missed strike three. McCovey badly fooled and down he goes. And he doesn't strike out very often. So McCovey, very tough to strike out, chases one. No runs, two hits, a man left, and at the end of half an inning, the Giants nothing and the Dodgers coming up. So anytime you lady fans fry up some lean, meaty Farmer John bacon for your family breakfast, you'll score a hit for sure. You see, Farmer John is the bacon with the winning flavor, and it has a medal to prove it. The gold medal, it won at the California State Fair. No other bacon tastes like Farmer John bacon. Farmer John smokes it and smokes it slowly and patiently over native western wood. So there's the genuine flavor of the West from tip to tip in every crackling crisp strip. And you can always count on Farmer John bacon being strictly fresh and fresh tasting. It's made from fresh eastern corn-fed pork, brought out here live. Then it's U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West. Most other pork is shipped in frozen or cold storage. Get a package of Farmer John bacon the next time you shop. Your very first taste will tell you why it's the most popular bacon in the West. Farmer John bacon, the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Bottom of the first inning, the Giants failed to score. Let's take a look at them defensively with Mike McCormick tuning up to Jack Hyatt. The infield of Willie McCovey and Ron Hunt, Hal Lanier, and Tito Puentes. The outfield, Jimmy Davenport in left field, Willie Mays in center, and Bobby Bonds in right. The Dodgers will send up Maury Wills, Manny Mota, and Willie Davis. Wills, as he comes up to the plate, hitting 276. Show you how the time has flown by, if you agree with that premise. Wills has played 100 games this year as a Dodger. The trade was that long ago. All right, Maury hitting right-handed. Mike McCormick into the windup and delivers, and there's a fun foul off to the right of the plate, carrying back into the lower deck, 0-1. I'll tell you one thing, there's... There is a fellow who's got to be fighting a few butterflies, and he is a thorough professional, and he's been in the big leagues a long time, but Jimmy Davenport in left field has sure picked some day for his debut in the outfield. Will tries to punt and misses, strike two. Jimmy Davenport has never played the outfield anywhere professionally, and he is playing today in a large ballpark 
on a hazy, sunshiny day with a shirt sleeve crowd. He has really picked a dandy. McCormick reading Hyatt. Now the strike two pitch to Maury Wills, taken down and away, ball one, one and two. The Braves settle for that one run in the eighth inning. So the San Diego Padres come to the plate in the ninth inning. And the Braves leading San Diego four to two. Here's the one-two pitch to Wills. Fastball fouled away. Upstairs off to the right. And it's still one and two. One ball and two strikes to Maury Wills. Manny Mota to follow, then Willie Davis. Mike McCormick leans in to Reed Hyatt. Now the left hand is one-two pitch. Breaking ball fouled off. Ron Reed, the big right-hander, is now pitching the ninth inning in Atlanta with the Braves leading the Padres 4-2. to two. Wills at the plate, McCormick into the windup, and the 1-2 pitch, screwball high and away, ball 2, 2-2. Two two. McCormick pitched one of his better games of the year against the Dodgers at Candlestick. He beat Osteen and the Dodgers 5-1, to one, pitching a five-hitter. Here's a 2-2 pitch. It's hit the left side of the field. Mays going over. Gimpy leg and all. He's there to make the catch. The Wills along out to left center. And the batter will be Manny Mota. Manny Mota. Hitting 320. Moto was telling us before the ball game he's happy about some good news. He has been living with the thought for quite some time that his left elbow would have to be operated on again. However, now he tells us they do not feel he will need another operation. He takes a breaking ball, low ball one. Moto said that he has been advised to rest the left elbow to undergo a carefully and rigid set of exercises. Mota takes outside, ball two, two and oh. So Mota, who became a proud daddy again this year, will have a chance to not to play winter ball, but to stay home, visit with the family, let that left elbow heal. And then as he said, maybe I play every day next year. He slices one foul off first base, carrying upstairs, and the count two and one. For the Dodgers, and they are not to be interpreted as excuses, but only as milestones in the season. Motor's sore elbow, Brewer's bad back, Parker's appendectomy, they all contributed to the ball club eventually just running the ground. Here's the 2-1 pitch, and Motor fouls it back to the wire on the count 2-2. Two two. Final score, Houston beats Cincinnati 4-3. That means the Reds' number is one, and it is almost up because the Padres are up in the ninth inning in Atlanta, and the Braves are leading four to two. So if the Braves win that ball game, it then settles down to an issue between Atlanta and San Francisco. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Mota. Sprayed foul upstairs, still two and two.
Two balls and two strikes to Manny Mota. Seeing that number 11 on his back brings to mind again this is Don Drysdale Day. He takes low ball three. It seems so hard to believe that 11 years ago, after the Dodgers concluded a game at the Coliseum, the big reception for Ginger and Don Drysdale, 11 years ago today. Here's a 3-2 pitch on the way. Hit foul again on first base upstairs. A report out of Atlanta. The San Diego Padres are up in the ninth inning, and the first batter, right-hand hitting outfielder Ivan Morrell, just struck out. That is the 13th strikeout in the game for Ron Reed. So the big right-hander is really bearing down. Moda hits one down the right field line. Foul. Still three and two. So two repeat, one out in the ninth in Atlanta. The Braves leading the Padres four to two. And the crowd in Atlanta, apparently so excited right now, very difficult to restrain. So 13 strikeouts in eight and a third innings for Ron Reed. Braves four, Padres two, one out in the ninth. Willie Davis on deck. McCormick into his windup. Mike Ruddy in the three pitches, hit down the right field line again, foul and out of play. So he's gone three and two to Mota, and they've been fouling him off. Checks with Jack Hyatt. Now into the windup and the 3-2 pitch on the way. High ball four. Here's Willie Davis. Willie Davis hitting 3-11. 11 home runs, 59 runs batted in. He's lost about 11 points the last two weeks. In fact, he has had trouble hitting the same night that he hurt his knee. He's lost a precious step or two in going to first base. McCormick looks at Moda, and he goes, and the pitch is hit to center. But that's where Mays makes a living, and Willie makes the catch. And Moda back to first base. A report out of Atlanta. Van Kelly, a left-hand hitting third baseman, appeared as a pinch hitter against Ron Reed and made out. So there are two outs in the ninth inning in Atlanta. The Braves four, San Diego two. Tommy Seaver of the Mets just won his 25th game as he won one to nothing, a three-hitter over Philadelphia. That's a back-to-back -back shutout job against the Bills. Kuzman won it last night, his 17th. So they are really sharpening up. McCormick at the belt, looks at Mota and works Andy Costco and gets a strike. The batter in Atlanta with two out in the ninth inning and the base is empty is the right-hand hitting infielder, Ed Spezio. Strike one on Spezio. So not only the Giants, but the Reds are going to feel an Atlanta victory today. 
Here's the strike one pitch to Costco outside. One ball, one strike. The Reds lost, so Houston beat them four to three, and if the Braves win, Cincinnati is shot down. The count is Fizio is one and one with two out in the ninth inning in Atlanta. Four two Braves. Now it's one and two as Fizio swung and missed. So they're down to their last strike. The pitch to Costco fouled away. The crowd in Atlanta, as you can well imagine, going wild. Ron Reed has struck out 13. Two out in the ninth. Reed trying to win his 18th. Andy Costco waiting with Manny Mota at first base and two out in the first inning, no score. The count to Spezio in Atlanta. Two balls, two strikes. McCormick set at the belt, has a look at Mota, now kicks and Manny goes, a pitch out. Hyatt's throw down. They get him. On the pitch out, Ron Hunt applying the tag. No runs, no hits, nobody left. Ed Spezio has just flied out in Atlanta. The game is all over. The Braves have beaten San Diego 4-2. Cincinnati has been eliminated. And here at Dodger Stadium at the end of one, no score. Camp West Industries, located at 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix, is camper headquarters in the Valley. It's the home of Tramper Camper, the quality-built camper that offers more for your camper dollar. And the beautiful Travette, the Cadillac of campers. Camp West features many accessories for your camper. In fact, everything that goes in, on, or around the camper. If the call of the desert, a rushing stream, tall pines, and the outdoors is your pleasure, a camper is the answer. Build your own. Camp West Industries has everything you need to do just that. But whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or prefer the ready-made type for quality campers and camper accessories, the place to see is Camp West at 2802 Grand Avenue. Easy to get to. Just north of Thomas Road and a block west of Black Canyon Freeway on Grand Avenue. Camp West is open six days a week, Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday till 5. So before you buy your camper, see Camp West, your volume camper dealer, for quality, price, and service. That's Camp West Industries, 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix. To the second inning, no score in the ball game. The Giants and the Dodgers. To repeat, Houston beat Cincinnati four to three. Atlanta beat San Diego four to two. Cincinnati has been eliminated from the pennant race in the Western Division, and the Wild West is now slowly but surely settling down. The Braves remain a game and a half in front. Technically, as of the moment, they are two in front. It will increase to two and a half or revert to one and a half, depending upon a giant victory or defeat here today. Bobby Bonds, Jimmy Davenport, and Jack Hyatt. Bonds with 31 home runs, 86 runs batted in while on the way to setting a strikeout record. Takes a curve low, ball one. Pitch by Claude, breaking ball, swung on and missed. One ball and one strike. Osteen reading Tallboard. Now the 1 1 pitch on the way. Breaking ball hit inside third and down the line. Racing over his motor and Bonds is 
is on his way for two, and he'll make it easily. So Bobby Bonds doubles. That means two balls have been hit inside the bag. One of two things. The Dodgers playing Lefebvre wide of the bag. So either they are not expecting the right-hand batters to pull Osteen as much, or perhaps Osteen is not exactly putting the ball where he wants to. So a double by Bobby Barnes, and the batter will be Jim Davenport. Osteen was a very fortunate man in the first inning. What is doubled? Hunt hit a line drive that was caught by Parker and they double Fuentes off. Then Mays promptly hit a line drive that almost took Will's glove off, and he finally struck out McCovey on a 3-2 pitch. He's right back in a jam as Bonds opens with a double. For Bob, his 25th double of the year. He and McCovey tied at that number. Here's Jim Davenport hitting 244, jack of all trades, particularly so now as he makes his debut professionally in the outfield. He takes a curveball low, ball one. They were kidding Davenport before the game, saying you should have played left field last night when Gaylord Perry had the Dodgers hitting the ball on the ground. It was only one fly ball in the entire game. The 1-0 pitch to Davenport, a strike, one and one. Davenport said, no, no way. If Perry had known I was going to play the outfield, he'd have gotten into an argument with the manager. Virginia is in left field today. One ball and one strike. Second inning, no score. Osteen comes back with a fastball that gets the outside corner at the knees and the count one and two. Ford has never had much success with the Giants. He's beaten them four times and lost to them ten. One and two to Jimmy Davenport. Jack Hyatt on deck. Osteen ready in the one-two pitch on the way. is hit off the hands to the right side, so he got his man over. Sizemore throws Davenport out at first base, but Jimmy did his job, moving Barnes to third. And with one out, catcher Jack Hyatt coming up. Jack Hyatt, right-hand hitting catcher at the plate. Trying to pick up Bonds. Osteen ready and delivers. Fastball for a strike. Pittsburgh beat the Cubs 4-1. Blass won his 16th, and Ken Holtzman the loser. That game was played at Pittsburgh. 0-1 to Jack Hyatt. Osteen into the windup and the strike one pitch on the way. Fastball low, one and one. Uh, Pittsburgh will have a new manager next year. Larry Shepard had been released. Philadelphia announced that George Myatt would not resume managing next year. Frank Lucchese, a minor league manager and a most successful one in the Phillies organization, will manage next year. The pitch to Hyatt a strike in the count one and two. 
Bobby Barnes at third base. One out in the second inning, no score. Osteen left foot on the rubber. Now into the windup and the one-two pitch. Half swing, but he held up. Played him by Kibler, shaking his head no. Andy Olson umpiring at first. Al Barlick, the senior umpire in the National League, at second. Ed Vargo at third. On deck, infielder Hal Lanier. Two and two to Jack Hyatt. Osteen looks at Barnes into the windup, and the 2-2 pitch is inside, ball three. So pitching very carefully to the right-hand hitting catcher. Lanier, a switch hitter on deck. Willie Davis slightly off the mark towards right center. Osteen into the windup. Bonds bluffs down the line, and the curve is low, ball four. So Hyatt trots to first. Bonds to third, and that will bring up Lanier. Wills comes in from shortstop to talk to Osteen. Florida's allowed two doubles and a single and a walk in an inning in the third, but so far no score. The Atlanta Braves, by winning today, have now won 91 games. They have three left tomorrow with San Diego, and then two left at home with Cincinnati. The Giants are trying to win their 89th game. They have one more here tomorrow, and they go home to host San Diego for three. Osteen delivers, we're breaking ball, over for a strike, 4-1. to count to Hal Lanier. Infield back in double play depth as Osteen goes to a stretch. Now the strike one pitch on the way. Fastball hit foul off first base out of play. Going into the lower deck and the count 0-2. The finale between the Giants and the Dodgers. That comes tomorrow. Bill Singer and Juan Marichal. Singer trying to get his 20th. It'll be his fourth try. That's tomorrow. Oh, and two to Hal Lanier. Torborg setting a target. The strike two pitch to Lanier is fouled away again off first out of play. On deck, Mike McCormick. But here waiting, Osteen reading Torborg, Barnes down the line from third, Hyatt short lead at first, the pitch to Lanier, a half swing foul, just protecting that plate. So it's still 0-2. He didn't have a good swing. Lanier with 35 runs batted in. 
picked up a couple of big ones against the Dodgers in the recent series at Candlestick. 0-2 to Hal Lanier. Osteen ready and checks the runners. The left-handed delivers and is a high pop-up around the plate. Parker with the play in front of him comes down and makes the catch and the run is hold. So Lanier pops up and the batter will be Mike McCormick. McCormick is a good hitting pitcher. He has nine hits including a double and a home run and four runs batted in. Left-hand batter against left-hander Claude Osteen with two out in the second inning, no score. Osteen wants this one badly, of course, trying to win his 20th. Andrew decides and Torborg setting a target. Osteen looks at the runners and the first one low and away, ball one. back with a fastball high and suddenly he's behind the McCormick two balls and no strikes now Osteen ready the 2-0 pitch to McCormick swung on and missed I think he went after ball three it was a fastball that ran high and in on him, but he had committed himself already. So McCormick going after a bad ball, and that eases the pressure a little bit. Instead of it being 3-0 on Mike, it's 2-1. Now the 2-1 pitch. Fastball right in there. 2-2. Two and two strikes to Mike McCormick. Bobby Barnes at third. Jack Hyatt at first. Second inning, no score. The Braves won, the Reds lost, so they close up shop in Cincinnati. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Fastball lifted to shallow right. Sizemore on the rim inside the right field line and makes the catch. No run, one hit, two left. And at the end of an inning and a half, no score.
It's your assurance that the work a Union 76 service man does on your car will be done right the first time. Your Union 76 certified service dealer is a professional when it comes to service because he's been given the kind of intensive training he needs to handle the routine jobs and emergency repairs that keep your car safely and surely on the go. He's been to school, studied advanced technical manuals, and he's passed rigorous exams to earn his certified service stripes. Now, who do you look up to for service? second inning. No score. The Giants have two doubles and a single and a walk, but they've been turned away. The Dodgers now against Mike McCormick will have Andy Costco, Jim LaFever, and Ted Sizemore. Costco was left of the plate when the Giants pitched out and got Moda easily trying to steal in the first inning. Beaver waiting for McCormick. 
Mike into the windup and the 2-2 pitch on the way. Fastball, low, ball three. So he gave him a screwball and a curve, tried to set him for the fastball and missed low with it. And he's gone all the way. Three and two to Jim LaVever. McCormick ready and Mike delivers. Fastball hit towards right field, but that's where Barnes is. Bobby backs up, makes the catch for the out. Two down in the second inning. The batter, Ted Sizemore. Sizemore hitting 270. Three home runs, 45 runs batted in. The Dodgers are trying to snap two streaks. They have lost eight in a row. They've also lost six straight to the Giants. They have McCormick today and Marshall tomorrow. The pitch to Sizemore, breaking ball for a strike, 1-1. One, one. one o'clock game tomorrow. Then Monday, an open date, and Tuesday night, the Houston Astros. Strike one pitch on the way, low with a fastball, 1-1. One and one. The Astros will be here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. McCormick into the windup, and the 1-1 pitch to Sizemore popped up on the right side. Ron Hunt, sunglasses down, still fighting a little haze, and makes the catch. And so the Dodgers are gone, 1-2-3. At the end of two... No score. Well, you know, we Americans have many traditions, some large, some so small, you probably never think of them unless they're missing. Like, have you ever gone to a movie theater and found they don't have popcorn? Well, it's just not right, is it? You just should have a big box of hot buttered popcorn at the movies. Thanksgiving certainly wouldn't be Thanksgiving without turkey, cranberries, pumpkin pie. Or if you're camping, what about hot dogs and baked beans and hot dogs at the ballpark, right? course in a baseball game a man has to have something cold to go with that hot dog how about a good ice cold beer and to my way of thinking that beer's got to be a burger it's as important as that thanksgiving pumpkin pie tasting just like mother used to make what's so special about burger i guess it's that light easy going taste it's comfortable so comfortable you can keep on drinking it even if the game goes into extra innings i guess that's a pretty darn good way to judge a beer so go ahead open up a burger to go along with the ball game after all Baseball and burgies practically a tradition. In fact, might even put that ahead of Mom's pumpkin pie. The under two, no score in the ball game, and the two big scores to pass along to you. The Atlanta Braves beat San Diego four to two. The Houston Astros beat Cincinnati four to three. So Cincinnati has now been mathematically eliminated. Atlanta remains out in front, and the Giants have to win to remain one and a half back. So let's go to the third and find out more about it. And for more play-by-play, -play, here's Jerry Doggett. All right, Vinny, top of the order. Tito Poetti's coming on. Third baseman doubled down the left field line, then was doubled off second base on a liner by Hunt to first base. Poetti's batting from the right side, and Todd Osteen set to work. Now the windup and the pitch on the way. Fastball comes in for a strike, 0-1. Osteen in his fourth effort to try to get his 20th win. Singer goes after tomorrow. 0-1 the count as Pointy's backs out.
Now the pitch on the way. Bounce towards the left side. Wills in the hole up with a long throw. Is in time and 20 is out. Rounding to short. One up and one down, and the batter will be Ron Hunt. Hit a soft liner to Parker in the first inning, and the Dodgers turned it into a double play. So Hunt is the batter. Willie Mays due up next. The Braves getting closer. Their magic number is three now. The Dodgers trying to make it two. The Giants trying to keep it at three. One out, no score, third inning. Mostly looking for his first win of the year against the Giants. He is 0-2. Now the windup in the pitch. Curve, strike. 0-1 to Ron Hunt. Now curveball outside. 1-1 one one to Ron. One ball, one strike, one out, and nobody on base. Good crowd. Ladies' Day, Don Drysdale Day here to see the Dodgers and the Giants. Now the 1-1 pitcher on the way. Bounce foul right at the plate. Torborg got to pick it up, and it's a ball and two strikes. One and two. Three hits for the Giants. No hits for the Dodgers. Mike McCormick against Claude Osteen here today. One and two. Osteen delivers to Hunt. High and away. Now it turned over a little bit and moved away from the right-hand batter. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, one out and nobody on. The Dodgers at home this year have won 47 and lost 29. They've done very well at home. There's a bouncer to third base, and it's right on the line. Up with it is Lefebvre's long throw in the Parker in time, and we have two out. So Hunt grounds out the third, right on the line. Two down, and Willie Mays, the batter, lined a single to the left field his first time up. Willie batting 285, 13 homers, 58 runs batted in. The Dodgers were really done in on their road. The last 20 games on the road, they won the two of them. Before that, they were a good road club for the first two-thirds of the season. And a good home club all the way, 47-29. A swing and a miss and an off-speed pitch, strike one. Mays couldn't believe that pitch. Now he's talking to Torborg about what is that. Off-speed pitch fired up there by Osteen. Strike one count. Now the windup and the pitch on the way. Curve is a uh, half-swing held up. The Dodgers want Kibler uh, to appeal. It is a strike. He got a little help from the first base umpire, Olsen, who said, yeah, Mays went after it. So it is 0-2. Mays said something, and Kibler steps out there to see what he said. Nothing in two of the count to Willie Mays. So it is nothing in two. Osteen ready to work, and the pitch on the way. Fastball away, ball one, one and two. There are two outs, the Giants batting in the third, Willie McCovey is on deck. The Dodgers have only won four for the Giants, two here and two in Candlestick. There's an off-speed pitch, and it's on the left center field, going forward as Davis, and this ball's going to be off the wall. 
Mays heads for second. Here's the throw. He's safe for the double. So again, that changeup. This time, Mays was waiting for it. And he doubles high off the fence at the 380 mark in left center field. Mays second head of the game. Willie McCovey coming on with Bobby Bonds to follow. Osteen, ahead on the count to Mays, gave him a second changeup. And that was the one Willie wanted. And he hit it off the fence in left field. McCovey at bat struck out his first time up. Osteen now has a runner on base for the third straight time. The Giants have four hits, no runs, and Osteen working to McCovey here in the third inning. Here's the look now by Claude and the pitch to McCovey. A swing and a miss, strike one. Willie McCovey going for a breaking ball, 0-1 the count. count, Bobby Bonds on deck, ball game is in the third inning, Mays with Wills right behind him at second base, Osteen delivers, McCovey takes a strike on a fastball, 0-2, so Big Willie backs out of there for a moment, nothing in two the count. taking his time, getting a sign from Torborg. Mays off second base, strike two pitch on the way. Bounce to the right side, Parker there up with it, carries it to the bag, and McCovey is out. So McCovey grounds out, leaves Mays on second, no runs, one hit, one left. The score at the end of two and a half innings. Giants nothing, Dodgers nothing. Say, when you think of baseball, you just naturally think of hot dogs. They're go-togethers. But have you ever thought what it takes to make the perfect hot dog or wiener, as Farmer John calls them? Well, first of all, there's the quality of the meat. Farmer John wieners are not only all meat, but the best meat. U.S.-inspected fresh eastern cornbread pork and fresh, lean, juicy, homegrown beef. Then there's the matter of grinding the meat. Farmer John grinds it so finely, his wieners are the smoothest you've ever tasted. Finally, of course, the flavor. Farmer John smokes his wieners just like he smokes his famous bacon over native western wood. That's why they have a wild and wonderful western flavor like no others. So if you're looking for the perfect wieners or perfect hot dogs, if you wish, look no further than Farmer John all-meat wieners. Gold medal winners at the California State Fair. And if you don't see them in your store, ask for them. Why in the world settle for anything less than the perfect wieners? Farmer John. Mike McCormick warming up as we go to play on the last of the third. Parker, Torborg, and Osteen now against the left-hander. McCormick beat the Dodgers last week, and then uh, earlier in the week, this week, he lost to San Diego. One of the two games the Padres beat the Giants. They beat McCormick and Marischal. Parker now coming on, hitting 278. West trying to snap a slump here at the tail end of the season. Jeff Torbark do up next, and now McCormick getting set to work. In case you missed it earlier, Atlanta beat San Diego 4-2, and Houston eliminated Cincinnati 4-3. Here's the pitch on the way. Fastball bounced to the left side. Fuentes gets a big hop. Throw in time, and Parker is up. One pitch, one away in the third. 
That'll bring on Torborg, who's batting 189, seven runs batted in. New York beat Philadelphia one to nothing, and Tom Seaver got his 25th. Pittsburgh beat Chicago four to one. Blass is 16th. Holtzman the loser. It's raining in Montreal with the Cardinals leading two to nothing in the eighth inning. White Sox beat Kansas City six to one. Washington over Cleveland three to two. New York beat Baltimore one to nothing, and Detroit over Boston two to one. McCormick to pitch now to Torborg with Osteen out on deck. Here's Mike's windup and pitch. Screwball for a strike, 0 1. The Dodgers do not have a hit. They had a man on on a walk, Mota, in the first inning that he's out trying to steal. So Mike McCormick trying to keep the Giants in the race. Here's the windup of the 0 1 pitch. Popped up on the first base side foul. McCovey going out has room. Under it now, the bully makes the catch two away. So two down as Osteen comes up and McCormick at the moment making it look easy. Osteen has flanked the Giants, but he has yielded three doubles and a single. So it has not been easy for Claude as he comes to bat now here in the third inning. McCormick now ready to go to work. Fastball for a strike, going one. McCormick doesn't sidearm too much. Here's the windup in the pitch. Ground ball hit right back to the middle. A base hit for Osteen. Gomer starts it off with a base hit to center. Got a fastball and laced it through the middle. Osteen has now 24 hits on the year and a 2.19 average before today. Here's Wills coming up. Flied out his first time at bat. Stepping in now. Runner on at first. And McCormick ready to go to work for Will. Slide to center, first time up. Here's the look and here's the pitch. Taken low for a ball. Morey bluffed the bunt that time to draw the third baseman in a step or two. Ball one, no strikes to Morey Wills. Third inning. Osteen on first base, short lead. McCovey holds him on. McCormick looks right at him out of a stretch. Now the pitch to Wills. Lined to the left center field, and going for this one is Davenport. It's going to be over. Davenport falls out. Osteen is at second. He's at third. Mays with a throw toward the infield. Here comes Osteen to score. The double by Wills. Right, but the 
Dodgers show a run, a single by Osteen, and a double for Will. One run on two hits and one left, and the score at the end of three innings of play, Dodgers one and the Giants nothing. Most people first learn about title insurance when they borrow money to buy a home. Mortgage lenders often require it for their protection. Since there are certain savings and advantages in your buying owner's title insurance when you provide mortgage title insurance for your lender, we feel obligated to advise you of them. It's sound business procedure for your lender to require mortgage title insurance, protecting his loan security against title defects. But this insurance only protects him. Just as the lender cannot take chances on titles being defective, we think you should not assume any such risk on the title to your home. This is why we suggest that you obtain owner's title insurance for your own protection. With most people, their home is their biggest investment. Wise property owners consider title insurance as vital as fire and other hazard insurance. It sets up a wall of protection against unknown and unseen hazards to their real estate title. Right now, as you apply for a mortgage loan, tell the lender you want an owner's policy from Arizona Title Insurance and Trust Company. Ready to go to the fourth inning of the game now with Claude Osteen going to the mound. It was Claude who got it started with a single, and he scored on Will's double over Davenport's head to left field. So the Dodgers have a run and take the lead against the Giants, one to nothing. We'll move along now into the fourth inning as Osteen begins to warm up, and we'll go back to play, and here's Finn. All right, Jerry, we have a reminder. You know, the Dodgers are now taking orders for 1970 season box holders, and those fans who did not renew their season boxes in 69, or new fans who'd like to become season ticket holders, they get on the priority list right now. Just call or write Bob Shen, care of Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles 90012. Telephone number 225-1411. Current season box holders need not apply at this time, of course. That's Bob Shen at Dodger Stadium. One run, two hits for the Dodgers. No runs, four hits for the Giants. In the fourth inning, it will be Bobby Barnes, Jimmy Davenport, and Jackie Hyatt. Bobby Barnes doubled inside third base. In fact, the Dodgers gave up two doubles inside the line, and Lefevre now is playing closer to the line. One is hit one inside the bag. Barnes did the same thing, so now they have stationed Lefevre right at the bag. They'll give up a single. They don't want anything hit down the line. Osteen ready in the pitch to Barnes, taken at the knees for a strike, 0-1. Dodgers trying to snap an eight-game losing streak and a six-game losing streak to the Giants. Here's the strike one pitch to Barnes, taking low, one and one. And, of course, what they are also trying to do is to apply the thumb screws to the Giants since the Braves already won this afternoon against San Diego. Here's the one-one pitch to Bobby Barnes, away with a fastball, ball two, two and one. Nice job with us, the Booster Club of San Francisco. Folks have been down here for the weekend series. Two and one to Bobby Bond. Osteen into the windup. Claude Ruddy and delivers. Breaking ball, swung on and missed. Slow curve and Bob out in front of it. Two and two. Bond's waiting. Right hand hitting right fielder. 
Epstein, both feet on the rubber. Into the windup and the 2-2 pitch on the way. Good breaking ball. Strike three called and Bobby knew it. So Bond strikes out. That's strikeout number two. And the batter is Jim Davenport, who grounded out in the second inning. Jim Opal one. a final out of Madison, Wisconsin, UCLA 34, Wisconsin 23. The pitch high and outside. 1-0 to Jimmy Davenport. So the UCLA Bruins beat Wisconsin 34-23. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Davenport, a fastball low, ball two. On to catcher Jack Hyatt. Osteen into the windup and the 2-0 pitch to Davenport a strike, 2-1. Osteen trying to become the third pitcher in Dodger history to win 20 games. That would be Los Angeles Dodger history. Don Drysdale won 20 twice. Sandy Koufax won 23 times. Here's the 2-1 pitch grounded down to Sizemore. Ted is up with it, flips to Parker. Two out and Jack Hyatt coming up. Only five left-handed pitchers in modern Dodger history since 1900 have won 20 or more. Knapp Rucker, Dutch Ruther, Watson Clark, Preacher Rowe, and Sandy Kopax. And then tomorrow, Bill Singer will go after his 20th. Osteen checking signs. Hyatt waiting at the plate. And the first pitch to Jack. Slow curve. Swung on and missed. 0-1. Hyatt with seven home runs. 30 runs batted in. Dodgers leading one to nothing with two out in the fourth inning. Osteen comes back with a change and a high fly ball to left field. It's playable. Moda is there. Looks up into the haze and makes the catch. And the inning is over. Giants are gone in order at the end of three and a half innings. Dodgers one, Giants nothing. Hey, Sam Kenton, who do you look up to when you want to give a new tune your own personal style? I look to our Rangers. They know our approach and the way we look at things musically and can almost make any tune work. Hey, Sam Kenton, who do you look up to when your car is out of tune? I look up to 76. The maestro at my Union 76 station and his band of certified servicemen have what it takes to make an engine sing. Look up to 76 for products and services to keep your car in perfect tune. The people at Union 76 have even worked up an arrangement to help you pay your bill. It's called 76 Revolving Credit. That sounds like a helpful note. Bottom of the fourth inning, the Dodgers one run, two hits. The Giants no runs, four hits. Willie Davis will start it off. 
Willie Fly to center in the first inning. Pick it up, 
throws him out. So the screwball gets Lefevre. The Dodgers are gone in order in the fourth, and at the end of four, Dodgers one, Giants nothing. You know, I sit up there in the broadcasting booth, game after game, watching guys, whistling and waving, trying to get the boogeyman who just never happens to be in their aisle when their beer runs out. And to keep thinking you guys at home definitely do have it better in some ways, all you have to do is call the boogeyman once, then walk to the refrigerator and get your own beer. It's the same light, comfortable-tasting burger we have here in the park. That is a comfortable thought. Being your very own burgeyman for a change, so he's always right there whenever you want him. It's a high for Osteen. 
Tito Fuentes, one for two, batting right-handed. Osteen into the windup, fastball, a one-hopper. Wills plays it right at the left hip and throws him out. That was a tough chance. Fuentes ripped it, and Morey stayed with it together. The Giants are gone on ground balls, and at the end of four and a half, Dodgers one, Giants nothing. Say, you baseball fans who have young children know how important it is for youngsters to eat a hearty breakfast. Farmer John would like to suggest his lean, luscious Farmer John sausage. Bottom of the fifth inning with the Dodgers leading the Giants one to nothing. Anchors away in the background. Dodger Stadium welcome to Lieutenant J.G. Rich Verbal of Lakewood seeing his first ball game since his return from Vietnam. We're happy and honored to have him here. Ted Sizemore, Wes Parker, and Jeff Torboy will start things off against Mike McCormick. The Dodgers have not done very much. They have only two hits, but they're leading one to nothing because they put the hits back to back. A two-out single by Claude Osteen and a long double by Maury Wills got the run over. Ted Sizemore popped up in the second inning. Into the windup, left-handed delivers. Keeps it away, ball one, one and all. Claude Osteen trying to win his 20th. The Dodgers somehow trying to hurt the Giants. And of course, this one today and tomorrow, extremely important. Curve is lifted into shallow center. Hunt goes out calling as Mays jogs in back of him. Ron makes the catch. One away. That brings up Wes Parker. He grounded the third in the third inning. Wes 0 for 1. McCormick checks with Jack Hyatt. Mike into the windup. The left hand already and delivers. Screwball over for a strike. 0 and 1. Same two clubs tomorrow with Bill Singer going after his 20th against Juan Marichal. One o'clock game. Strike one pitch to West. Breaking ball. A broken bat. One hopper to Hal Lanier. And the shortstop throws him out. But boy, you talk about being jammed. That breaking ball busted in on Parker's fists. And his bat shattered as he grounded out six to three. Two out. And here is Jeff Torboy. Sizemore fouled out in the third inning. Or excuse me, Jeff Torborg fouled out. Sizemore popped up and Parker grounded out here in the fifth inning. one nothing Dodgers. McCormick delivers. Screwball. That's popped in the air back at second base into shallow center. And this time Mays comes in to handle it. And Willie does just that. So the Dodgers are gone. The last seven in a row retired by McCormick. And at the end of five, Dodgers one, Giants nothing. Say, would you... Christown TV in the Christown Shopping Center, 19th Avenue on West Bethany Home Road, presents from Magnavox, a new color television set that will be as important to viewers as new supersonic airplanes are to air travelers. 
from Magnavox comes a revolutionary achievement which solves the problem of annoying color variations in color TV. It's Total Automatic Color TV. Total Automatic Color from Magnavox makes tuning of color TV so simple a child can tune it perfectly. Total Automatic Color from Magnavox eliminates annoying color variations and the need for bothersome picture adjustments or tuning. Magnavox now lets you select the flesh tone colors most pleasing to you and keeps them that way in every picture for every program on any channel or network. Just set it once and forget it. No variance of colors from program to commercial, from program to program, or from channel to channel. See the complete lineup Magnavox Color TV. Now with total automatic color at Christown TV in the Christown Shopping Center, 19th Avenue and West Bethany Home Road. Christown TV and Magnavox, a colorful combination. Through five innings, the Dodgers one run, two hits and no errors. The Giants no runs, four hits and no errors. In the sixth inning, the Giants will be sending up Hunt, Mays, and McCovey. And there's not a Dodger on the field right now because in this particular day, the centennial celebrity is Don Drysdale. They mentioned earlier about it comes as quite a shock when you listen to Don talk about how grateful he was for all the years he was allowed to play and how he thanked all of his teammates and then how everyone who went up and spoke about him talked about the, the tremendous thrills and the contributions he made down through the years. They start putting up his various accomplishments. They start off the one 209 games for the Dodgers. But it comes as such a, a bitter reaction when you realize that here's a, a big guy, strong and healthy in the prime of life, and you're bidding goodbye to him in professional athletics, and he's 33 years old. Claude Osteen loosening up, and Mike McCormick back in the dugout now. So take a little bit of while before we get underway in the sixth inning. So when you, when you say goodbye to a Drysdale at 33, you realize how extremely fortunate a Hoyt Wilhelm is to be still doing what he wants to do in a game that is so exacting as Major League Baseball, in a game where youth is such a precious commodity, that Wilhelm is still pitching, might very well wind up in the World Series, for all we know, at the tender age of 46. How fortunate he has been. I don't know whether Don Drysdale is still in the ballpark or not. He and wife Ginger and daughter Kelly, naturally, were here for all of the pregame ceremonies. One of the many gifts that they receive, a beautiful puppy given to Kelly. And he's in Mr. O'Malley box, and that's where they are now. And one last ovation to Don and Ginger and Kelly. Stand up and start again. The Dodgers in the dugout, Don Sutton waving to Drysdale saying, come on down here. In fact, one of the shocks to everybody was the seeing of Drysdale and Colfax together in street clothing, realizing that both of them have called it a career at such young ages. Pitched around on outside ball one when Sutton waved to Drysdale, come on down. Don instinctively grabbed his right shoulder. Sutton nodded and went back and sat down. 1-0, the count to Ron Hunt. Willie Mays to follow and then Willie McCovey. Osteen into the windup and Claude's 1-0 pitch. Missing outside and high, ball two.
Osteen reading a label of handle with care and gets a fastball for a strike. 0 and 1. McCovey has 44 home runs, 123 runs batted in. Osteen comes back to him on the hands with a fastball fouled outside of third. He really jammed him. He has gotten Willie on breaking balls down and away. In fact, he struck him out when McCovey went chasing. So after seeing a fastball for a strike, McCovey was guessing he's going to get that breaking ball. He walked right into a fastball. 0-2. The Dodgers have a modified shift, but they've not committed themselves. Wills is still on his side of second base. Strike two pitch on the way. There's the breaking ball down and away. One and two. Lefevre is playing in the hole at short. There is really no one playing third base. The outfield is around to right, but in such a vast outfield, you can't overly commit where you really give up some extra bases. Osteen's one-two pitch on the way. Breaking ball got him swinging, and he got it inside. And McCovey went after it and didn't get it and strikes out for the second time. At the end of five and a half innings, Dodgers won, Giants nothing. Hey, Dick Landy, who do you look up to when you're going for those low speed eliminator ETs? I look up to the Christmas tree. When my timing is right off the line, I figure I'll get the drop on anybody in the other lane. Bottom of the sixth inning, one to nothing in favor of the Dodgers. On the best sport, happy birthday number 73 to Mr. Leo Mullins, here from Candlestick. Well, it's a great rivalry, the Giants and the Dodgers. They have been wearing each other out for years. And it is the rivalry alone and the intensity of the pennant race that has added so much to what would otherwise just be a couple of other games for the Dodgers. But this game today and this one tomorrow, they're games that the Dodgers want and want badly. Because to them, if nothing else, it would finish off the year if they can finish off the Giants. Here's Claude Osteen. McCormick delivers, and the pitch over for a strike on one. It's many years ago since Bill Terry, managing the Giants, uttered the famous remark to Roscoe McGowan of the New York Times. The strike one pitch outside, one and one. But Bill, the quiet guy from Memphis, when asked about the Dodgers, said the Dodgers are, they still in the league? And the Dodgers eventually, hiding in the weeds, jumped all over the Giants that year. Breaking ball is swung on and missed, one and two. And the Dodgers, by beating the Giants, knocked them out of a pennant. They are trying to do the same thing, although managers ever since, for either Giants or Dodgers, have carefully avoided any kind of sarcasm about the other club. Osteen fouls it away. They've got enough natural rivalry without waking each other up some more. So if you ask Walter Olsen about the Giants, he'll say it's a fine ball club. If you ask Clyde King about the Dodgers, he'll say it's a fine ball club. Then he'll try and wear each other out. One-two pitch to Osteen is pop foul. Back of the plate and out of play. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Dodgers and Claude Osteen holding on to a slim one-to-nothing lead. Osteen trying to win his 20th trying to deal almost a mortal blow to the Giants. Here's the one-two pitch. Checked and it's foul tipped and held by Hyatt. Osteen stopped his swing, but the ball hit the bat. 
George Foster, a young outfielder, goes trotting down to the bullpen. He went down there last night with two out in the ninth inning. But the Dodgers were unable to do anything, and he never got in the ball game. In this tough one-to-nothing game, Foster apparently will see some service for Jimmy Davenport. Here is Maury Wills, breaking ball high, ball one. Bonds, Davenport, and Hyatt are due up in the seventh, and then apparently after Jimmy has had his at-bat, Foster will take over in the outfield. Wills pulls one, way down the line, foul, deep in the lower deck, and he was fouled by plenty. One and one. Davenport, in making his debut in left field, has not really had a chance there was one ball hit. He ran straight across toward left center, and the ball sailed over his head. Then he tried to turn quickly and go after it and fell down. 1-1 one, one pitch, a curveball low. Maury faking a bunt, ball two, two and one. But for Jimmy Davenport, probably as tough a ballpark as there is in the National League to make his debut as an outfielder. Here's a 2-1 pitch to Will. Faking low, ball three. In one. Dodger fans, and there are plenty of them. Would like to see the Dodgers pick up a couple more. But McCormick, although he was giving up some sharp outs, has settled on considerably now. The 3 1 pitch is sliced foul off first out of play. Dodgers hit some hard outs in the third inning with two out Osteen single and Wills doubled in the run. And Moto went out to Bobby Bonds. Three hard outs, well, two up in the fourth. Davis and Costco hit the ball hard to Mays, and that's been it. Will's waiting, and McCormick's 3-2 pitch. Low, Maury's a boy. So Maury Wills trying to torment the Giants. Doubled in the only run of the game in the third inning. Now he's aboard with one out and Moda coming up. And it seems as if we have gone full circle. It was Maury Wills who played such sensational ball in his rookie year in 1959 and wrecked the Giants at Candlestick and eventually helped the Dodgers win the playoffs and the pennant and the World Championship. Now Wills trying to lead a Dodger team to hurt the Giants in their quest for the pennant. A pitch out, and it just missed the outside corner. Hyatt had hopped way off the plate. McCormick didn't miss by much. One ball and no strikes to Manny Mota. Of course, whenever you have this combination, you think not so much of Wills stealing as you do a hit-and-run play. McCormick looks at Wills. He doesn't go, and they pitch out again. Ball two. Well, you can do that. You can pitch out a couple of times when you have the control that Mike McCormick has. He walked Moda in the first inning, didn't walk another batter until Wills here in the sixth. Two and all the count. Mike McCormick set at the belt, looks at Will, and decides you'll drive him back for the throw to McCovey. One, Giants nothing, bottom of the six, one out. Moda around to bunt, but there's another throw. This one sending Wills back on his chest. McCormick, left foot on the rubber, waiting for Hyatt. Now reads his sign. Wills a good lead, and he 
draws another throw and goes back standing up. So that's three times in a row McCormick has gone over to first base. Trying to tie up Will. Laurie has stolen 40. He's been caught 17 times. He goes. The pitch is low. The throw is a good one. They get him. He didn't have any jump. for the 18th time this year as Lanier applied the tag. Now the bases are empty with two out. 3-0 pitch to Modar strike. 3-1. and 3-1 to Manny Motor. McCormick out of a windup. And a bunt. Up along third foul. And the count 3-2. and two. Dodgers one, Giants nothing, bottom of the six. McCormick into the windup in the 3 2 pitch. On the hands, pulled wide a third and into left field. A rolling attempt by Fuentes to come up with it. And he's going for two, and he's out easily on a good throw from Davenport to Hunt. Nobody left. And at the end of six, Dodgers one, Giants nothing. Well, a pitcher relies on several kinds of pitches to do the job. Curve, slider, flip pitch, change of pace, knuckler, fastball, whatever. But regardless of what a pitcher throws, he'll always have a favorite one he'll keep coming back to when things get tight. Just because it feels right. That's the way it is when you're thirsty, too. There might be a lot of different drinks that'll work, but you'll keep coming back to your favorite. Just because it feels right. Sweat's malt liquor is one drink that feels right all over. It feels right for your thirst because it kills it. It feels right when you're hot because when you drink it cold, it cools you off. So far, that makes it like any other drink you might be partial to. But it feels right on your tongue when you drink it cold. And that's something most brews can't do. Sweat's malt liquor is brewed to be cold. The taste stays, doesn't get dull just because it's cold. You can even drink it over ice. And that's what makes Schlitz malt liquor different from any other brew you've tried. Any way you drink it, it feels right. Anyway, that's because nobody makes malt liquor like Schlitz. Nobody. Through six innings, the Dodgers one run, three hits, and no errors. The Giants no runs, four hits, and no errors. Atlanta beats San Diego. Houston beats Cincinnati. Cincinnati has been eliminated. Yeah, the Giants trying to hang tough. Let's go to the seventh. And for more play, here's Jerry. All right, Vinny, Bobby Bonds at bat, doubled and struck out. And Osteen now trying to turn him back in the final three innings. One to nothing, the Dodgers lead. It's the run scored by Osteen on a double by Wills after Claude had singled with two out in the third. Here's the pitch to Bobby Bonds. Curve strike, 0-1-1. Bonds... One for two, hitting 258, 31 home runs, and 86 runs batted in. Young man from Riverside has done a fine job for the Giants. Now the pitch away for a ball, and the count is one and one. 
One ball and one strike. Osteen into the windup and his pitch on the way. Just missed outside with the fastball, two and one. Bonds at bat, Davenport on deck, and Hyatt to follow. One nothing, Dodgers lead. Osteen escaped a couple of uh, tight spots in the early innings. Now working on Bonds here in the seventh. Windup in the pitch. High fly ball to center field. Willie Davis moving in, shades his eyes. Willie waits, and he has it. One out as Bonds skies the center. And speaking of skies, it's a tough one. A bit of a hazy day, and bright blue straight up above. So the outfielders have to play it kind of cautiously. One out, and Davenport, the batter, has grounded out twice. Davenport, right-hand hitter, playing in left field today. First time he's ever played in the outfield. Now the pitch. Fastball, a strike. Fired in there by Osteen. Bob trying to get his 20th. and won the count. Now again, the wind-up and the pitch on the way. A swing and a miss at a good curve. Strike two. On two, the count to Jimmy Davenport. Osteen now takes a little walk down behind the hill. Back to the top. Strike two count. One man out. Dodgers one. And the Giants nothing. Seventh inning. Here's the wind-up and the pitch on the way. Curve just inside. Ball one, one and two. One ball and two strikes. Same clubs tomorrow. It'll be Marischal and Singer. Singer trying for his 20th tomorrow. A one-two count now. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Foul back. That went off Torborg's mask. Strike two, ball one to Davenport. Jimmy batting 244 with two homers and 42 runs batted in. One and two. Once again, Osteen checking signs. Into the windup and his pitch. Popped up on the right side. Sizemore going out into right field. Costco coming in. Sizemore calls, makes the catch. So Davenport pops up too. Gone will pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. KDAR Phoenix. Taking care of your cars, the prime concern of the train technicians at Second Car Rental System of Phoenix, 3901 East Van Buren, where you can use your Arizona Bank Bank of America card. Jack Hyatt at bat. He has walked and flied to left field. Osteen to the windup and the pitch on the way to Jack. A little high outside. He took a little off that time. Next pitch on the way. Outside again, ball two. Two balls and no strikes to Hyatt. Twelve in a row now retired by Osteen since the double by Mays in the third. Osteen checking his sign once more. Ready to pitch to Jack Hyatt. Two and all on the way. Outside ball three and it's three and nothing now to Hyatt. Hal Lanier on deck. 
We have action down in the bullpen for the Giants. If they get to McCormick's spot, they might hit for him. Frank Lindsay is down there warming up now. 3-0 the count to Hyatt, the pitch. He walked him, but was up high. That's the second walk given up. Osteen's second walk puts Hyatt on, and Lanier now is being called back. He was out in the on-deck circle, and Lanier will give way, and Jim Ray Hart will come on and hit for Lanier. The manager, Clyde King, will send up one of the long ball hitters, Jim Hart, here in the seventh inning, and Jim might stay in the game. We'll see. Osteen and Torborg having a little talk at the mound as Hart comes out of the on-deck circle now, walking toward home plate. Jim Ray has been a very big disappointment, but he's been injured most of the year. He's played in 92 games, three home runs, 26 runs batted in. Here's a runner at first base now for Hyatt. Don Mason will run for Hyatt at first. Mason might stay in the game, or Hart might stay in. We'll wait and see. So Hyatt is out for a runner here in the seventh inning, and Jim Ray Hart, who hurt his shoulder in spring training. He got a little better and then injured it again. Bob Etheridge will bat for McCormick. So Etheridge now is the 
pinch hitter as the Giants try to cash in the break now in the seventh inning. A walk and a fly ball dropped in center field. And Etheridge will be the hitter. So Osteen, after 12 in a row retired, gives up a walk and then a looping fly ball to shallow center. An error on the play. Willie Davis came racing in and had the ball apparently in his glove and then it might have popped out and he couldn't hold it. Now Austin going to the mound to talk to Osteen. Brewer is in the bullpen. Runners on at first and third in the seventh inning. And Austin now having a little meeting with Lefevre, Torborg, and Osteen. Davis, after the long run, appeared to have it. And for some unaccountable reason, just squirted out of the glove. Might have hit him on the wrist. Of course, as we said, it's a tough sky and hard to follow the flight of the ball. And Willie, even on the dead run, might have had trouble seeing the ball all the way. So the Giants get a big break here in the seventh inning after Hart apparently had flied out. He is safe, and we have a runner at first base for him and a runner at third base, Mason, running for Hyatt, who walked. Bobby Etheridge will be the hitter. McCormick is gone. Out for a hitter now here in the seventh inning. And Osteen trying to retire the pinch batter, Etheridge. Was hitting 270 with one homer and 10 runs batted in the pitch. High and away, ball one, fastball outside. McCormick worked six innings, allowed one run and three hits, struck out one and walked two, and leaves for a hitter. So the Giants trying to come alive here in the seventh inning with two out. Osteen working, one ball, no strikes. Tito Fuentes on deck. Here's the look and here's the pitch. Sailed high, ball two, and it's 2-0 oh now to Etheridge. Osteen was sailing along in good style until he walked Hyatt. And then the error. Two balls, no strikes. Etheridge, a right-hand hitter. Now the stretch again on the look at first and the pitch on the way. Foul off to the right on the ground. Two and one to Bobby Etheridge, a half swing that time. Mason running at third and Foster running at first base for San Francisco. Osteen working here in the seventh. One to nothing. Dodgers lead and the Giants threaten now. Here was two out and two on. Two and one count. Here's the look and here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Mason at third, Foster at first base. 
A walk and an error by Willie Davidson Center. Three and two. After each waiting, Fuentes on deck. Here's the stretch now by Osteen, the look in. Here's the pitch on the way. Bounce towards short. Wills up with it. He'll go to first base, and it is in time. Willie Davis to put runners at first and third before Osteen got pinch hitter Petrie. 
Osteen will have to go through Mays and McCovey once more, either in the eighth or the ninth. He'll get Mays in the eighth, and if he gets the side out on order, then he gets McCovey in the ninth. Otherwise, he'll get them both in the ninth, eighth. Last ball to flow, one ball and no strikes. Tomorrow's game ought to be a dandy. Bill Singer, 19 wins, 11 losses against Juan Marichal, 20 wins, 11 losses. And the Giants battling to stay alive. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Fastball low, ball 2, 2-0. Two and oh. Two balls and no strikes. Two-nothing count as Costco waits at the plate. Lindsay's delivery. Swung on him. That's a good swing of two and one. And he had a rip. Costco batting 249, 18 home runs, 72 runs batted in. Two and one the count. Davenport is at third. Wendy's at short. Hunt at second. McCovey at first. Foster, Mays, and Bonds in the outfield. Now it's two and one as Lindsey winds, pitches to Costco. Low, ball three. Three and one. Three one count. Lefevre, Dunex, then Sizemore, and then Parker. Seventh inning. A one nothing Dodger lead in the game. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Costco swings and misses strike two. Three and two to Costco. The Dodger run came in the third. A single by Osteen with two out and a double by Wills to left field. Three and two now to Costco. Lindsey ready, delivers. He struck him out. A swing and a miss and Costco down on strikes. The batter will be Jimmy Lefevre, bounced out to the pitcher, slide to right. The Dodgers have only three hits, a double by Wills, a single by Moda, and a single by Osteen. They put two of the hits together for that run in the third. The Giants have four hits, three doubles, and they've left six men on. Two outs, Lefevre waiting as Lindsay turns around to check the outfield behind him. Bonds in right, Mays in center, Foster in left. Now the pitch. A swing and a miss at a breaking ball. Strike one. Oh, one count. The favorite wedding as Lindsey Wines delivers. Low for a ball, one and one. One ball, one strike. Atlanta won. The Reds lost. The Reds have been eliminated. And Atlanta continues to apply the pressure. Here's the pitch now. Bounced over the mound. Behind second. On through to center field. So Lefevre bounces one back to the middle of base set. That'll bring up Sizemore, who has popped up twice. The Atlanta victory was their eighth straight. They have not lost since they left Dodger Stadium. And they have uh, three to play. One at home against the Padres tomorrow and two at home against Cincinnati on Tuesday and Thursday. All right, on at first base, Lefebvre. Sizemore waiting at the plate. 
Here's the pitch to him. Low for a ball. One ball and no strikes to Sizemore. The Fever short lead the pitch. Taken outside ball to the total crowd today is 36,170. We'll have the attendance figures later. 36,170 the total in the house. We have a Ladies' Day crowd and we'll have the paid attendance later. But a nice turnout to see the Dodgers and the Giants and honor Don Drysdale. It's a bouncer back to Lindsay on a half swing. Go to first in time and the inning is over. Dodgers down in the seventh. No runs, a hit, and a man left. The score through seven. The Dodgers won and the Giants nothing. Kemper headquarters in the Valley is Camp West Industries, 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix, just north of Thomas Road. Camp West, featuring two outstanding lines of quality campers, trails to choose from. They've got a camper to suit your needs, your budget, with prices starting as low as $189. Both Tramper Camper and Trevette feature a lifetime warranty for as long as you own the camper. See Tramper Camper with all the luxury of more expensive campers. And Trevette, the Cadillac of campers. And you do-it-yourselfers, you'll find everything you need to build your camper at Camp West. Aluminum skins and windows, ice boxes, stoves, water pumps, water pressure systems. You name it, if they don't have it, they'll get it for you. And remember, for quality, price, and service, see Camp West Industries. Easy to get to from anywhere in the valley. They're at 2802 Grand Avenue, just north of Thomas Road and a block west of Black Canyon Freeway. Camp West is open six days a week, Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday till 5. Remember, before you buy your camper, see Camp West, your volume camper dealer. Well, we go along into the eighth inning, and Todd Osteen trying to make it stand up. He leads one to nothing, each side with four hits. Osteen warming up now. The Dodgers send Bill Russell into right field in place of Andy Costco. And the Giants start with the top of the order. So let's go back to play. Here's Vinny. All right, Jay. Tito Fuentes, who started the ballgame at third base and is finishing up at shortstop, will begin matters, followed by Ron Hunt and Willie Mays. Fuentes doubled inside third, and the last two times up, he grounded to short. Bill Russell in right field for Andy Costco. And Claude Osteen walking around on the grass behind the mound. Osteen wants his 20th just as badly as the Giants want to win and stay in the race. So he's taking plenty of time before he's ready to pitch the Fuentes. Tito will start it off. Fuentes 1 for 3. Hunt on deck is 0 for 3. But one of those offers was a line drive turned into a double play. And then Mays is 2 for 3. All right, Osteen ready. Point is waiting, and Claude's first pitch. Fastball for a strike. 0-1. Talking about wanting 20, well, that's a story for Bill Singer. He's 19 and 11. Marichal is 20 and 11, and they'll meet tomorrow. Slow curve, a beauty strike, too, and point is hands on his hips, backs out. He's not quite sure what that was. 0-2. Tito picks up a handful of dirt. Now point is back up to the plate. Osteen reading Torborg into the windup and the strike two pitch away. Fastball just to showcase it. One and two. Jack Jenkins, right-hander, throwing in the Dodger bullpen. One and two, the count of Tito Puentes. 
Osteen delivers. Breaking ball. Got him swinging. And Tito grabs his head with his right hand. And just say, oh, how could I swung at that? But the bottom dropped out of it. And down he goes. So one away. And Ron Hunt the batter. Osteen is not overpowering the batters. He is finessing them up to here. He struck out only four. Hunt lined into the double play. Grounded to third and fly to left. So the right-hand hitting second baseman is 0 for 3. On deck, Willie Mays. Osteen checking with Torborg. Hunt choking up on the bat. And the first pitch to Ron. Fouled away into Torborg's mask and off to the right on one. The paid attendance today, 32,997 pays with a total of over 36,170 in the park. And the Dodgers and Giants thank the good folks for attending. The Dodgers, of course, a great deal of thanks to all their fans for tremendous support all year. Pitch to Ron Hunt outside, one and one. One ball, one strike to Ron Hunt. Willie Mays on deck. One out in the eighth, one nothing Dodgers. Osteen's fastball tails away. Ball two, two and one. pitch on the way. Outside. Ball three. Osteen doesn't want to face Mays with somebody on base, but he's getting closer to that situation right now. Ron Hunt. Tough hitter. Hitting 259. Two home runs, 40 RBIs. 3-1 pitch to Ron. Lifted to left field and deep. Back goes Moda. Way back to the railing. This ball is down the line and gone. A home run for Ron Hunt. Strike two pitch, breaking ball outside, ball one. 
One run, five hits for the Giants. One run, four hits, and an error for the Dodgers. When the Dodgers come up in the bottom of the eighth, they have Parker, Torborg, and Osteen. However, that can change considerably with right-hander Frank Lindsay on the mound. So it means that Mike McCormick has nothing to do with the ballgame now. One and two to Willie Mays. Osteen to the windup and the one-two pitch. Fastball low, ball two. Osteen has walked two, struck out four, allowed five hits and one run. Ron Hunt's third home run of the year. Claude slips the glove, rubbing up the ball. Osteen, both feet on the rubber, May is waiting. 2-2 two, two pitch on the way. Ground ball wide at third. One-handed Violet Fever, who throws him out. Two out in the eighth inning, and here is Willie McCovey, a 1-1 one, one tie. McCovey struck out twice and grounded out. In the first inning, he struck out on a 3-2 curveball that was in the right-hand hitter's box. In the sixth inning, he struck out on a curveball that was in on the hands when I think he was guessing it would be away. So Willie is 0 for 3. The Dodgers have that modified shift on, but they still have two men on the left side of second base. Sizemore on the rim. Osteen ready and the pitch. Fastball down the pipe. Strike one. way McCovey takes a pitch like that, he had to be looking for something else. 0-1. Osteen comes back 0-1. Curve in the dirt. Short hop by Jeff Torborg. One ball, one strike. The outfield deep to right. One run, five hits for the Giants. One run, four hits, and an error for the Dodgers. Dodger run came in the third. Osteen single. Wills doubled him home. And the giant run here in the eighth on the home run by Ron Hunt. 1-1 one, one, breaking ball is low. McCovey started that swing but held up. 2-1. Bobby Bonds in the on-deck circle. Osteen straddling the rubber, thinking over his pitches. Now Claude ready. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Willie McCovey. Low and away, ball three. Well, he was three and one on Ron Hunt when Hunt hit the home run. And he comes right back now, three and one on McCovey. Bobby Barnes to follow. Now on a 3-1 pitch where he has to throw a strike, they figure McCovey will be swinging and he'll be pulling, so they load up the right side. So Will, Sizemore, and Parker forming a picket fence between first and second, and they're all deep. 3-1 pitch. Curve is low. Ball four. So McCovey trots to first, and here comes Bobby Barnes. That's the third pass issued by Osteen, and Torborg is out to the mound to talk to Floyd. 
You always talk about a contender versus a non-contender and how loose and relaxed the non-contender is. Although it certainly wouldn't hold up in this present giant Dodger series. Even though the Dodgers are not in contention anymore, they are battling as if they are. And of course, Osteen trying to win his 20th. So every pitch is a big one to him. And his teammates know how important it is, so they're bearing down something extra. Bobby Bonds doubled, struck out, and flied to center. He's one for three. Lefebvre deep and guarding the line. Parker holding the bag on McCovey. Osteen to the plate, and the breaking ball is swung on and missed. Wigwagging signs out. Osteen ready. And the strike one pitch on the way. Fastball low. One and one. On deck. The left fielder and now third baseman, Jimmy Davenport. One, one in the eighth. Osteen is one for three. Lefebvre deep and guarding the line. Parker holding the bag on McCovey. Osteen to the plate, and the breaking ball is swung on and missed. Wigwagging signs out. Osteen ready. And the strike one pitch on the way. Fastball low. One and one. On deck. The left fielder and now third baseman, Jimmy Davenport. One, one in the eighth. Osteen ready. The pitch to Bonds is a half swing and it hits the plate does the ball and gets away and so McCovey moves to second base and holds there. Colboy bluffing it's a wild pitch charged to Osteen. Bonds started his swing and checked and the breaking ball hit the plate and bounced way off over Colborg's right shoulder. So on the wild pitch a potential tie-breaking run is now at second base. and Torborg have a brief meeting and Maury goes back to his position and Jeff continues out to talk to Osteen. Jimmy Davenport on deck has grounded out twice and flied to right. McCovey is shortly at second base but he'll try to increase it. The only man to bother him at all would be Sizemore with Bonds up there. Ted can't really leave his position to do much bird dogging, so McCovey increases a little more. Osteen looks at him. Sizemore to the bag, handles the throw, but too late with a quick tag. McCovey back in there easily. Two and one, the count to Bobby Bonds. Osteen again, left foot on the rubber. Torboy setting a target. 
Applaud to a stretch. Now the 2-1 pitch on the way. Breaking ball on the outside corner. Strike two. It was such an off-speed pitch that Barnes kind of moved up in the box, wound up on the pitch, decided to let it go, and then it just moved in and got the outside corner. Two and two. Clyde King on the steps, hollering encouragement to Barnes. Hollering some more, and of course, no doubt, reminding Bobby to get a strike. McCovey at second with two out. Osteen up on top and at the belt. And the 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball low at his feet. Ball three. Osteen was in trouble in the first two innings. Then moved along pretty well until the seventh when a drop fly ball put him in a jam. And now here in the eighth, a one-out home run by Hunt got the Giants even. A walk and a wild pitch. As McCovey at second base with two out. Three and two to Bobby Barnes and Jimmy Davenport waiting his turn on deck. Osteen goes to his stretch, looks at McCovey in the three-two pitch, curveball, hit foul right into the Dodger dugout, and Willie Crawford had to run for his life. Crawford got off the bench and went down the runway. Sudeikis followed him and Grabarkowitz off the bench to see where Willie went. That thing looked like it was following Crawford right back to the dressing room. Three and two. Osteen leading tall boy. Bobby Barnes waiting. Outfield deep to left. Osteen to a stretch. 3-2 pitch to Bond. Strike three called. A fastball. And he was caught guessing. Bobby Barnes frozen at the plate. Wouldn't believe he'd get a fastball down the middle. And down he goes. So the Giants settle for one run on one hit. One man left, and at the end of seven and a half, a 1-1 tie. Friends of a baseball team could put together a winning streak like Union 76 racing gasoline. Boy, it could cleanse the pennant by, well, Memorial Day. The latest 76-powered win was at Sears Point in San Francisco at the Continental 49er for Formula A racing cars. But you don't have to be a racing driver to ride with a winner. Why, be sure to ask any one of over a million drivers who use Royal 76 Premium Gasoline. They know that the perfectly balanced blend of the eight fuels that go into Royal 76 Premium are there for one reason. They're there to assure their cars of the best performance possible for today's kind of driving. Royal 76 Premium, from the same winning team that makes 76 racing gasoline. So get a tank full at your Union 76 dealer, where you find the things your car thrives on. And remember, when you're looking for someone to look after you, Look out to 76. Bottom of the eighth inning, a 1-1 tie. It'll be Wes Parker, maybe Jeff Torborg, and Willie Crawford has come to the near corner of the dugout where the bat rack is, so we'll wait and see what develops. Frank Lindsay is ready to work the eighth, a 1-1 tie. So McCormick, who went six innings, has nothing to do with it. Frank works the seventh, and Parker fouls the first one away, 0-1. 
The Giants defensively with Lindsey and Barton. The infield, McCovey and Hunt, Quintus and Davenport. The outfield, Foster, Mays, and Barnes. Crawford has a helmet on his head and two bats in his hand. Here's a strike one pitch to Parker. Fouled away off to the left out of play in the count 0-2. West is 0-2 today. Parker's average at 278 at the start of the day. So after a great year, the last two weeks or so, Parker has apparently started to run out of gas, and his average is dipping. But he's had a fine season. 13 home runs, 67 runs batted in. Sinker away, ball one. One and two. Dodgers scored in the third and led one to nothing until Hunt's home run in the eighth. Now we're in the bottom of the eighth. Lindsay to the windup. The one-two pitch to Parker. Is a slow ground ball into the hole. Point is up with it off balance. Throw is high. Covey's off the bag. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network.
Bernstein, who scored the only Dodger run, now trying to help himself and get one home. He's driven in 12 this year. Lindsay goes to his stretch. Point is trying to bird dog Parker, and Osteen takes low, ball one. So they had Howard bunting 2-0, and, and Lindsay is now behind Osteen. 1-0 the count. Bob Barton in a crouch behind the plate. Lindsay ready to pitch Osteen low and outside, ball two. Clyde King with his hands on his hips, pacing in the Dodger dugout. Uh, in the giant dugout. I was thinking of Clyde pacing in a Dodger dugout in the Polo Grounds in New York. Now wearing a giant uniform, he's going through the same problems. Osteen waiting. The 2-0 pitch to Clore. The sinker fouled off. And the count 2-1. and one. Wes Parker opened the inning with an infield single. He hit it to the hole at short. Point has made a good play. Lanier might have made the play. He might have made a more accurate throw. McGovey had to go up in the air to handle the throw, and Parker was safe. Osteen waiting 2-1 pitch. Is a ground ball down to second baseman Hunt. He flips to McCovey for the second out. All right, Wes Parker is at third with two out, and the batter, Maury Will. And here comes Clyde King. Bergy is the comfortable beer. 
you can enjoy that light and mellow taste for as long as you like. Yes, sir. If there ever was one word that really says it all about the kind of beer Bergie is, that word is comfortable. And I hope that sometime today, in some comfortable place, you'll have a bottle or two of Bergie. Find out firsthand. And the fact is that any place is a comfortable place with Bergie, the comfortable beer. To the ninth inning, a 1-1 tie. The Giants, one run, five hits, no errors. The Dodgers, one run, five hits, one error. And it'll be Jim Davenport to start it off. He'll be followed by Bob Barton, and he fouls the first one away. Davenport, Barton, and Foster. George Foster, a young outfielder. Davenport grounded out twice and flied to right. Jimmy, an experienced third baseman, and he made a good play to get Wills because he was playing up for a bunt and had his spear ball hit to his left. After a slow curve and fouled it, 0 and 2, Tommy Haller behind the plate, out to get it. The Haller batted for Torborg and then stays in the game behind the plate. Claude Osteen, trying to win his 20th trying to upset the giant apple cart and the Giants trying to stay tough and hang right behind the Braves who won, beating San Diego 4-2. to two. Strike two pitch to Davenport. Breaking ball is low, ball one. A 3-1 pitch to Ron Hunt. And the second baseman hit it into the lower deck in left field. That has kept the Giants even. Now the 1-2 pitch to Jimmy Davenport. Hit up along third base. Lefevre in front of Wills this time. Throws him out. Nice play. So Jimmy and Wills crisscrossing on a slow ground ball. And Lefevre makes the play. And that'll bring up Bob Barton. Bob Barton, the catcher, has been in only 48 games, hitting 173. Right-hand batter. If you're wondering about Dick Dietz, Dietz has a bad left leg. The pitch low, ball one. Dietz has been knocked out of commission. He was in a collision at home plate with catcher Johnny Bench, and Bench of Cincinnati was wearing the equipment, so it was Dietz that was chewed up. Barton takes high, ball two, two and oh. George Foster, who has been in seven games and has had one at bat, he's 0 for 1, comes out on deck. 2 and 0 the count to Bob Barton. Now Osteen delivers and it's fouled away down the right field line out of play. Ready delivers, gets the outside corner, strike two. One out in the ninth, a one-one tie. Giants and Dodgers. Osteen.
Bean into the windup, and the pitch to Bob Barton outside, ball three. So suddenly, a lot of three ball counts has blossomed up. He went three and one on Hunt, and he hit a home run. He pitched very carefully to Mays, went three and two to McCovey and walked him, went three and two to Bonds, and got Bobby guessing to look at a fastball for a strike three. Now he's gone three and two on Barton. So Osteen making a lot of pitches here at the end of the game. The full count pitch. A banger up the middle. A smothering stop by Wolves. He gets up and throws him out. about whether the Dodgers were bearing down against their old foes, the Giants, when the Dodgers were no longer involved in the pennant race, that would show it. That was a desperation ninth inning in the World Series play by Maury Wills as he dived at the ball headfirst to smother it, and then he had time to scramble to his feet and throw out catcher Barton. And here is George Foster. George Foster, a youthful outfielder, just brought up from Fresno. He's had one at bat in the big leagues, 0 for 1. Sizemore and Haller meet with Osteen. Foster, right-hand batter, finishing up the game in left field. He went in to run for Jim Hart after Hart had batted for Lanier back in the seventh. Osteen ready and the pitch. Ground ball. Back a third. It's off Lefebvre's glove. Wills over to pick it up in foul ground, and it's a hot shot, and Foster holding it first base. Lefebvre went behind the bag, but couldn't stay with it. It'll go as a base hit. Too hot to handle. Frank Lindsay coming up. Had Lefebvre not been able to get his glove on the ball, that would have been an extra base hit. Foster has good running speed. So as he singles sharply over the bag at third. So that turns out to be a big play. That play by Wills, followed by a single by Foster. And here is Lindsay with two out. Swings at a breaking ball and doesn't get it. Lindsay has eight hits, one RBI. Lifts a curveball in the air back at third base, and Wills inside the line now crosses the line and makes the catch. No runs, one hit, a man left, and at the end of eight and a half innings, a 1 1 tie. reacting to the message board. They put a, a message up. If you would like an extra cheer for Wills, go ahead. It was that kind of a play. 
Okay, bottom of the ninth. A 1-1 tie. And here's Manny Moda. Moda has walked, wide to right, single left. One for two. Lindsay kicks and delivers a strike. That's the first time he started a hitter with a strike. He's been pitching behind to the batters since he's been in there. 0-1 to Moda. Strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball low. 1-1. One one. Frank Lindsay. 14 victories, 9 defeats. Picked up in the eighth inning after Mike, or in the seventh inning after Mike McCormick went six and allowed just one run. The pitch to Moda. Low ball two. Two and one to Manny. Moda one for two. Willie Davis on deck. Now the two one pitch. Ground ball to the right side. Hunt over, up with it, throws him out, one away. The Dodgers lost two to one last night. They lost two to one in Don Sutton's game to Jim Maloney. In the Giants series at Candlestick, the scores were four to three, five to four, and five to one. So the Dodgers unable to do any scoring at all, and consequently, they've lost eight in a row and six straight to the Giants. Here's Willie Davis. Lindsay delivers and it's fouled away. Willie has kept the other Willie, Mays, in center field busy. He's hit three balls to Mays. One out in the ninth inning, a 1-1 tie. Davenport on the grass inside the line at third. McCovey almost on the line at first. The pitch outside. One ball, one strike. 32,997 paid with over 36,170 in the park. They've seen a great game as the Dodgers try to torment the Giants. And the Giants try to stay close to the Braves. The 1-1 pitch to Davis. High off the mid of Bob Barton. One of the few times you'll see Lindsay make a pitch above the belt. Third one. Willie Davis hitting 3-11 going in is over three. A 2-1 pitch on the way. Great foul or third upstairs, second deck, and the count two and two. Lindsay head down, now decides to lift his cap a moment, thinking over his pitches. Now looks to Barton. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Davis. Is a big chopper to Ron Hunt. He has it, flips across. So the Dodgers starting to beat the ball on the ground again like they did with Gaylord Perry last night. Two out of the ninth inning. Bill Russell coming up in a 1-1 tie. If the Dodgers go into extra innings, their record is certainly very much against them. 
They've only won three and lost ten in extra innings. The Giants are nine and ten in extra innings. Bill Russell at the plate. Bill hitting 227. Five home runs, 15 runs batted in. Right hand batter. Lindsey kicks and delivers and gets a strike. Russell took over for Costco after Andy struck out against Lindsey in the seventh inning. So Russell now has a chance to swing the bat with Jimmy LeFever on deck. Dodgers had a golden opportunity in the eighth inning when their leadoff man Parker singled, but they couldn't get him around. Little number back to Lindsay. He has it. Goes to first. And whether they like it or not, the Giants and the Dodgers are going in overtime. The Dodgers are out on ground balls and at the end of nine. The Giants won. The Dodgers won. Through nine innings, a one-one tie. Claude Osteen will not answer the bell for round ten. In fact, in the bottom of the eighth inning, the Dodgers had the go-ahead run at second base with one out, and Walter Olsen, no doubt, hoping that Osteen could stay in and win his 20th, but caught bat and he grounded out. With He then pitched the ninth inning, gave up one hit, and that's as far as he could go. And Willie Crawford, who was very close to coming into the game as a pinch hitter in the eighth inning, now gets into the game the back door. So he will bat in the number nine spot. And the pitcher, Brewer, will go into the man spot who made the last out, namely Bill Russell. So Brewer will hit in the number four spot, then Crawford is number nine. One, one through nine. If you have not been with us today, the scores, Atlanta beats San Diego four to two. Houston beats Cincinnati four to three, so the Reds have been eliminated. The Mets shut out the Phillies one to nothing. The Cardinals beat Montreal two to one. Pittsburgh over Chicago four to one. Chicago six, Kansas City one. Washington over Cleveland three two. New York over Baltimore one nothing. Detroit over Boston two to one. Minnesota Seattle tonight, and it is six to nothing. Oakland leading the Angels at the end of seven and a half. Let's go to the tenth. A one one tie, and for more play, here's Jerry. All right, Billy, Jim Brewer ready to pitch now to Tito Fuentes as Claude Osteen goes out, and Gomer gave it a big try here today, all even in 1-1 through nine innings, and he goes out, and he's still hung up on 19. Pitch to Fuentes. Fastball comes high, one ball and no strikes. Brewer is 6-6 six and six on the year, and, of course, Jim has been ailing the last half of the year. He had to go out for a while to put his back in traction. Now he has Fuentes, Hunt, and Mays here in the 10th inning. No uh, score since the eighth inning when the Giants had a home run by Ron Hunt to tie it up. There's a high fly ball to center field. Willie Davis drifting back a few steps. Under it now waiting and makes the catch. Tito Fuentes flies out and here's Ron Hunt. With the home run right down the line in the eighth inning and it tied up the game. So Hunt with his third home run of the year keeps the Giants alive and he comes up with one out in the tenth inning. Willie Mays on deck and Willie McCovey to follow. A great game here today. As many pointed out, the Dodgers have stopped hitting, and during the last week, that has really cost them. They've lost four games by one run in the last week. Three to two, five four, and two to one. A couple of times. Curve bounces away, ball one. 
Allard catching. Brewer pitching. Ron Hunt at bat, number 33. He handles the bat. Very seldom pulls, but he did this time and hit the home run against Dostein right down the line. Here's the 1 0 pitch. Strike on the inside corner, 1 and 1. One ball, one strike, one man out. We're in the 10th inning. The Fever is right on the foul line at third. Trying to stay out of the extra base hit now. Pitch. Screwball is low, ball two, and it's two and one to Hunt. Osteen pitched a fine game. He allowed one run, five hits in nine innings. McCormick allowed one run and three hits in six innings. Just missed with a fastball outside. Three and one now to Ron Hunt. Three and one. Brewer checking with Mays on deck. Same situation that Hunt was in when he was up there against Osteen in the eighth inning. Then he hit the home run. Three one pitch. Inside around the knees and he walked it. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. coming up next. So Brewer now has put the go-ahead run on on a walk. The Dodgers play the infield double plate up the pitch to May. Swung on and missed strike one. A big screwball. Oh, and won the count to Willie. He has hit 600 home runs in his career. Strike one count. Now the look and here is the throw to first base. Hunt gets back. All and one the count to Mays. Runner on at first. Tenth inning. Giants bringing up the big artillery now. Another throw to first base. And Hunt is just back that time. So the big guns for the Giants. Mays, McCovey, Bonds here in the tenth inning with one out and one on. Ball game tied at one and one. Brewer set, and the pitch. Screwball bounced to third. Lefevre up down to second base. One on to first base. Double play. Mays hit one right down the line, and the Dodgers got a double play. Lefevre was playing deep on the line. Set to side more. Went on to first base for the double play to retire the side in the 10th. Giants go down on a 5-4-3 double play. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left, and the score through nine and a half. Giants won, the Dodgers won. Say, anytime you lady fans fry up some lean, meaty Farmer John bacon for your family breakfast, you'll score a hit for sure. You see, Farmer John is the bacon with the winning flavor, and it has a medal to prove it. The gold medal, it won at the California State Fair. No other bacon tastes like Farmer John bacon. Farmer John smokes it and smokes it slowly and patiently over native western wood. So there's the genuine flavor of the West from tip to tip in every crackling crisp strip. And you can always count on Farmer John bacon being strictly fresh and fresh tasting. It's made from fresh eastern corn-fed pork brought out here live. 
Then it's U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West. Most other pork is shipped in frozen or cold storage. Get a package of Farmer John bacon the next time you shop. Your very first taste will tell you why it's the most popular bacon in the West. Farmer John bacon, the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Ted Sizemore and Wes Parker now against Frank Lindsay who has allowed two hits and no runs in three innings of work. So the two fellows from Oklahoma against each other now. The pitch to LaFever driving the right center field. It's going to be in for a base hit. Might get through. Mays over to cut it off. LaFever holds on with a long single. Mays fires back in quickly and Jimmy LaFever is on to open the tenth inning. Mays hustled over to cut that ball off and keep it from going through to the track. And he kept the Dodgers out of an extra base situation there. Teddy Sizemore coming up now. Sizemore has gone 0 for 3. And the Dodgers now perhaps to put the butt on what Parker do next. Don McMahon down in the bullpen again for San Francisco as Sizemore waits. Here's the look, and he's around the butt does. First base way, McCovey up with it, and his play will be the first base in time, and Sizemore is out on the sacrifice. The fever goes into second base. Wes Parker will be the batter. Clyde King is coming to the mound now. They're going to have a meeting for the Giants. Sizemore has sacrificed the fever along the second base. McCovey to hunt for the putout, and we'll see now what the Giants decide to do. Will they walk Parker, pitch to Howler, of course, who's next, or will they pitch to How uh, Parker and then hope they get him out and then take a chance on walking Howler and have Willie Crawford coming up? Or will he make a pitching change? Those are the possibilities. As the Dodgers come up here in the 10th inning with a chance now to spoil the Giants. Five King delivers the message, claps his hands, and Billy Grabarkowitz is going to go into the ball game as a runner for Lefevre at second base. So young Bill Grabarkowitz will run in the 10th inning for Lefevre. So Lefevre opened it up with a single and only a good defensive play by Mays kept it from going through for an extra base hit. So Lefevre comes out and Grabarkowitz will run for him. And the batter will be Wes Parker. They're going to put him on. Parker will be intentionally walked. So they're going to walk Parker and pitch to Tom Haller and hope to get the double play from Tom and also will have Crawford after that. So an intentional pass coming up. And Haller, the ex-giant, will get a chance to help sink him if he can. So we'll see how they react. in the left-hander or let Lindsay pitch to Haller. So Tom Haller, the ex-giant coming up after the ex-dodger Ron Hunt had tied up this game. So it might be a game of extras in the next inning contest. Haller the batter, 
The Giants now play the infield of a play down. The Dodgers have Grabarkowitz at second base, Parker at first base, Haller up now trying to get him in. Haller came in as a hitter in the eighth inning and sacrificed. On deck, Willie Crawford. Frank Lindsay working two on and one out in the tenth inning. Score tied at one and one. Here's the pitch on the way. Low for a ball, a sinker down low to Haller, one and all. So big ball game and a big spot now in the last half of the tenth inning. One ball and no strikes. Lindsay out of a stretch. Here's the pitch. Low and inside. Knocked down at the plate by Bob Barton's ball two. Two and oh the count now. As Lindsay gets a new ball, he goes behind on the count. Two and oh is the reading. Two balls, no strikes. Tenth inning. Hunt came in to talk to Lindsay, and now Barton goes out to talk to him. In the inning, Lefevre opened up with a single, was sacrificed along by Sizemore. Parker intentionally walked, and Tom Haller, the ex-giant, up here now in the tenth. McCovey, Hunt, Fuentes, and Davenport on the infield. Ball two, and no strikes to Haller. On deck, Willie Crawford, and then Maury Wills. Here's the stretch of the look and the pitch on the way. Half swing, and he held up ball three. Three and all now to Howard. Three balls and no strikes. Now they're waiting. Lindsay ready. The pitch on the way. Strike called, it's three and one, and Hunter looks again to Danny Ozark at third base. All right, three and one to Tom. Grabarkowitz at second. Parker is at first. Lindsay working, one out. Here's the look and here's the pitch. He walked him. The bases are loaded and Willie Crawford is the batter. Coming up now with the bases loaded in the tenth inning. All right, the Giants have a meeting at the mound as Frank Lindsay is in trouble here. A single and two walks. They walked Parker intentionally, and now Haller was walked unintentionally to load him up. McCovey and Hunt are talking to Lindsay at the mound. Crawford is the batter, and Clyde King is going to go with his right-hander against left-hander Willie Crawford. Crawford, of course, trying to get the run in, and Willie's batting average, 251. He has 41 runs batted in. All right. King now is coming out, and we'll see if he's going to make a pitching change. He is. He's going to bring in a left-hander to pitch to Crawford, and now we'll see if the Dodgers switch and go to a right-hand batter. They have, among others, Bill Sudeikis, who is a switch hitter up there, and we'll see what the Dodgers do in this spot. So Clyde King is going to the bullpen. And he's going to bring in a rookie left-hander, Don Bryant. 
Bryant receiving some words of instruction from Larry Jansen, the pitching coach, and Bryant now will come in and take over the pitching here in a tight spot. So Ron Bryant coming on and will check his record on the year. He has been in 14 games, eight as a starter. His record is four and two, and he comes in to relieve Lindsey. And the Dodgers are going to bring up Bill Sudeikis to hit in Willie Crawford's spot. We're in the tenth inning, and Bryant will be the pitcher. Bryant is from. Davis, he was born in Redlands, played last year at Amarillo, was recalled just recently by the Giants from Phoenix. And he is coming into quite a spot here now. Ron Bryant. He went to Davis High School, began his pro career in 1965. He's six feet tall, 185 pounder. Well, that's quite a spot for a young man. He comes in with the bases loaded and one out, and he will pitch now to Sudeikis and then to Wills. Sudeikis cannot do it. Clyde King is talking with second baseman Ron Hunt. And now Bryant will begin his warm-ups with Bob Bart. As Billy Sudeikis comes up. Bill will stand by now as Barton begins to warm up. And now King is going to talk to his third baseman, Jimmy Davenport. He has already talked to Hunt. So King will talk to Davenport now. Davenport at third, Poetti's at short, Hunt is at second, and McCovey at first. And for the Giants, this is a big moment, perhaps the biggest moment of their entire season. If they get out of this and pull this game out, they stay alive. If they do not get out of it, they are backed into a tough corner. Their magic number would be two, as the Atlanta Braves have won their game today by a score of four to two. So for the Giants, the season comes right down to a Saturday afternoon in Los Angeles on September the 27th. Bases loaded. Ron Bryant, a rookie left-hander, into pitch to Bill Sudeikis. One out in the 10th inning. Lefevre opened it up with a single. Parker was intentionally walked after Sizemore had sacrificed. Haller walked, and now Sudeikis will bat for Crawford as the Dodgers need a right-hand bat against the left-hand pitcher. Today, Cincinnati was eliminated by Houston 4-3, and now the Dodgers are trying to drive a deep nail into the chance. They'll play the infield halfway back and the outfield shallow. Sudeikis up, Grabarkowitz at third, carries the all-important run. So in the 10th inning, the Dodgers have it all on the line against the Giants, and Ron Bryant stuck the work to Sudeikis. All right, here we go. Bryant comes up to get a sign from Barton. Sudeikis waiting, hitting to the right side, Wills on deck, hoping he does not get a chance to bat, hoping that Sudeikis will end the game. Big crowd on hand to watch it. 
Bryant still taking his time to sign the windup and the pitch on the way. Inside almost cut him. Sudeik is backed out of there with the right-hand bat against the left-hand pitcher. Today, Cincinnati was eliminated by Houston 4-3, and now the Dodgers are trying to drive a deep nail into the Giants. They'll play the infield halfway back and the outfield shallow. Sudeik is up. Rebarker with the third carries the all-important run. So in the 10th inning, the Dodgers have it all on the line against the Giants, and Ron Bryant set to work to Sudeik. All right, here we go. Bryant comes up to get a sign from Barton. Sudeikis waiting, hitting from the right side. Will's on deck, hoping he does not get a chance to bat, hoping that Sudeikis will end the game. Big crowd on hand to watch it. Bryant still taking his time. The sign, the windup, and the pitch on the way. Inside almost hit him. Sudeikis backed out of there as a fastball crowded him, and it is one ball and no strike. <laughs> Billy could have won it had he just turned that time. So it is one ball and no strike. Bryant pitching to Sudeikis. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. In the dirt. Bounced in front of home plate, ball two. Can you imagine the pressure on youngster Ron Bryant's time now? Here comes Clyde King up to home plate. I think he's going to talk to the umpire. Or maybe to his battery now. They're out in front of home plate. King is going to ask for an appeal that Sudeikis swung at the ball, but of course it was not allowed by the first base umpire Olsen. And now the Giants try to slow down Ron Bryant and settle him down. Boy, the kid's really in the spot. Two balls and no strikes to Sudeikis. Barton and Fuentes are at the mound talking to him. The veterans on the infield stay away. Hunt, McCovey, and Davenport. Ron Bryant takes a deep breath. Young fellow has done well for the Giants this year, and he is in the spot of his life right now. So Bryant pitching to Sudeikis. Two balls, no strikes. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Low ball three. Three and nothing now. The Dodgers are within one bad pitch of winning. Last week at Candlestick Park, three walks in an overtime game cost the Dodgers. And now the Dodgers are trying to return the favor. Three balls, no strike. Bryant pitching to Bill Sudeikis. Here is a look now for the sign. Sudeikis waiting. He probably has to take on. It is 3-0 and the pitch. Strike call. 3-1. Now we'll see. Time called. Austin wants to talk to his hitter. The manager's going to take no chances. He's going to talk to Sudeikis on a 3-1 count. So Walter Austin calls the hitter away. He's going to talk to him. The Dodgers, of course, want to win this game as badly as any ball game they've played all year. They would certainly like to dump the Giants right now. So Austin, going all out, is talking to Sudeikis. The conversation is over. Billy walks back to the plate and will resume the tension in a moment. Three and one is the count. 
Bill Sudeikis. At bat. The infield is back. The outfield is up. 3 1 is Brant. Ready to go again. 3 and 1. Here's the lane defend. The pitch on the way. Strike two. A full count. Three and two. And Brian will have to come down with it. And Sudeikis trying to drive in the run. Jabarka with the third carries the big one. And Brian walks off the hill. And <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. This place has a lot of nervous, fidgety people in it. And out in the middle of the diamond is youngster Ryan Bryant. And he's right in the big middle of it all. Three and two as Billy Sudeikis waits at the plate. Bryant now checking time. This is the biggest pitch of the game, perhaps. Three, two, with one out, bases loaded. The line to band, the pitch on the way to Sudeikis. Line stop, that first stop, one out, the second one. The first base, double play. a one-hopper to shortstop Pawlenty. He went to Huff, he went to first, and Bryant gets out of it. He was 3 and all, and he gets Sudeikis and into a double play to retire the side in the fifth inning. The Dodgers are turning back with the bases loaded and one man out, and now walks slowly out toward the field. The end of 10, the score, the Dodgers won and the Giants won. You're listening to a very bright young woman who is living in Hawaii, working as an air passenger specialist and wearing United States Air Force blue. She's a wife, a woman in the Air Force. After high school, she decided she wanted to do something with her life. Learn a skill, have a job, travel, have plenty of vacation time, and meet some new faces. Quite a lot for a young woman just out of high school to ask for, but she knew what she wanted, and she enlisted in the Air Force. You can, too, if you're a young woman between the ages of 18 and 27, single and a high school graduate. The United States Air Force has more than 250 different jobs that they will train you for in such areas as administration, communications, dental assistance, and many more. She knew what she wanted in life and got it. How about you? See your local United States Air Force recruiter. It's a great life. All right, we go along into the 11th inning as the Giants really staved off disaster there. 3-0 the camp of Sudeikis, and they finally got him on a double play, and the Giants are still alive, come to bat in the 11th inning. Let's go back to play. Here's Smith. All right, Jerry, we'll check the Dodgers. Billy Grabarkowitz, who ran for Jimmy Lefebvre, takes over at third base. And playing right field and batting ninth is Vaughn Joshua. So Jim Brewer, you remember, is sitting in the number four spot. So Joshua is in right field. The 11th inning, a 1-1 tie. I'll tell you one thing, you really have to lift your hat to that kid left-hander, Ron Bryant. He came in with the bases loaded and all the pressure in the world on it. There was no pressure on Sudeikis. Bryant went 3-0, then threw a strike 3-1, threw another 3-2, and then Sudeikis hit the ball hard, a one-hopper at Fuentes, and there was the double play. So we're in the 11th, 1-1 tie, and Willie McCovey to start it off. McCovey has struck out twice, grounded out and walked. He's 0 for 3. Jim Brewer into the windup. The left-hander delivers, and it's swung on and missed. 
So the Dodgers got the double play ball on Mays, and the Giants got it on Sudeikis. And McCovey, after a curve, didn't get it on two. Two, the count to Willie McCovey. A 1-1 tie in the 11. Jim Brewer looks in to get a sign from Tom Haller. Now Jim Ruddy in the strike two pitch on the way. Low ball one, one and two. You might have wondered about Clyde King removing the veteran right-hander Frank Lindsay, a sinker ball pitcher at that, in favor of a youthful left-hander. The big report is that Frank Lindsay left with a pulled muscle. The one-two pitch, screwball, fouled away. One and two, the count to Willie McCovey. So the Dodgers try to push the Giants under the water, and the Giants keep fighting their way back up on top. And the one-two pitch to McCovey is strike three call. It looked like a slider. It certainly was not Brewer's screwball. That's the third time Big Stretch has gone down on strike. And you know, whether you realize it or not, McCovey is not a strikeout man. Even though he has 44 home runs and 123 RBIs, McCovey does not strike out. And to get him three times in a game is really new. Bobby Barnes takes the screw ball outside, ball one. Barnes was caught looking at a three and two fastball in the eighth inning. He could have eaten his helmet. Now, Bob at the plate, he has one hit. He has struck out twice, fly to center and double. Grabarkowitz plays him near the bag at third. One, one in the 11th. Brewer into the windup, and the 1-0 pitch on the way. Screwball, swung on and miss. It is a tribute to the Giants and the Dodgers, and the feeling generated from the rivalry that this crowd is staying right here. They've seen a great ball game, and they have roared to the skies. Here's the 1-1 pitch on the way to Bond. Screwball, hit up along third foul, in the count one and two. On deck, Jimmy Davenport. Brewer reading Haller. Jim into the windup and the one-two pitch to Bond. Screwball got him looking. That means that the heart of the giant lineup, McCovey and Bonds, have struck out six times between them. Here is Jimmy Davenport, 0 for 4, three ground balls and a fly ball to right. Each side, one run, six hits. Dodgers committing one error. It did not figure in the scoring. Brew delivers, curveball, low and inside to Davenport, ball one. On deck is catcher Bob Barton. Brewer from the third base side of the rubber. The 1-0 pitch, fastball for a strike. In the count, one and one. When the Dodgers hit in the bottom of the 11th, they have Wills, Mota, and Davis. But remember, the pitcher spot, Brewer, hits number four. Now the 1-1 pitch on the way. Screwball fouled at the plate, one and two. Well, if you possibly can, we sure hope you'll be out here with us tomorrow. It's the last giant Dodger game of the year, and they're always something to see.
It'll be Bill Stringer going after his 20th against Juan Marichal. A one o'clock game. So if you possibly can, spend part of Sunday with us. One and two to Jimmy Davenport. Brewer checks Haller. Now to the windup. And the one-two pitch on the way. Screwball high and outside. Ball two. Claude Osteen went nine. Brewer pitched the 10th and is working the 11th. Mike McCormick went six. Frank Lindsay went three and a third. And then young Ron Bryant got the double play ball. A 2-2 pitch. Screwball just high. And Brewer was walking off the mound. Oh, Jimmy will have to try it again. Brewer into the windup and the 3-2 pitch. Screwball outside, ball four. Bob Barton, the catcher, will be coming up. Barton hit a shot in the ninth inning that looked like a sure base hit, and Maury Wills, diving headlong, smothered the ball, and Barton, as a catcher, does not have any speed. Wills was then able to scramble to his speed and throw him out by plenty. So Barton had to play with two down. Bob tying the laces on his left shoe. On deck, George Foster, the left fielder. Barton up there with two out in the 11th inning, a 1-1 tie. Right-hand hitting catcher, bends at the knees and the waist. Brew ready, delivers, fastball, low, ball one, one and oh. George Foster, youthful outfielder on deck. Grabakowitz, deep at third, the pitch swung on and missed, one and one to Barton. Clyde King looking at his card. He's used 16 players in the game. One and one to count. Brewer ready. Checks Davenport. Screwball swung on and missed. In checking over the Giants, they've used Hyatt and now Barton. And as we told you, Dietz is hurting. However, they have another catcher, Stevenson. Left-hand hitting catcher. Barton now backs out for the moment. One and two to Bob. One-one tie in the 11th. Haller sets his target. Parker holding the bag on Davenport. Screwball outside. Ball two. Two and two. count. Now Brewer at the belt, and here he comes. Fastball lifted down the right field line. Foul. Joshua, I don't think, ever saw the ball, and it lands foul and goes in the stands. Joshua was running on a straight line towards the infield, and the ball had sliced considerably, and by the time he saw it, it was almost in the seats. Vaughn, I'm wondering, is these glasses 
Yeah, he's hollering something into Sizemore, but he does have sunglasses on. And he's still checking with Teddy. A lot of times an infielder will help an outfielder by instinctively putting his hands in the air on a fly ball. Joshua might be asking for a little help. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Barton. Screwball fouled away. Foul ball. That got Haller on the right hand. So it's still two and two. Joshua again cups his hands and hollers, and I'm sure now that he is asking Sizemore for a little help. On that foul ball, Joshua had no idea where the ball was. Had it been a fair ball, he really would have been in trouble. All right, two and two to Bob Barton. Brew ready, here he comes. Screwball low. So after striking out McCovey and Barnes, he went three and two and walked Davenport, and now goes three and two on Barton. Brewer at the belt. Three-two pitch. Popped up. It's Sizemore angling out on the grass and calling, fighting the glare and making the catch. No runs, no hits, a man left. And at the end of ten and a half, a one-one tie. One to Maury Wills. Ron Bryant, ready, turns on the rubber and delivers. And it's popped in the air, back of the plate. Here comes Barton. He's got a play. He's got it. So Maury Wills fouls out. One away, and the batter, Manny Motor. Manny Mota has walked and flied to right, single to left and grounded out. He's one for three. The Dodgers trying to do several things today, trying to snap an eight-game losing streak, a six-game losing streak against the Giants, and scuttle the Giants. And the Giants are being extremely stubborn about it. Mota drops the bat. He swings so hard and sits down. Boy, he was going from the heels. Oh, and one. Dodgers scored in the third inning and led one to nothing into the eighth. With one out, Osteen fell behind three balls and one strike to Ron Hunt. He had to come over, and Hunt reached the left field seats for his home run, his third of the year to tie it up. And we're now in the bottom of the 11th. The Dodgers had a potential winning run at second base with one out in the eighth. And of course, the 10th inning had the bases loaded, one out, and a three-ball no-strike count on Sudeikis score. Oh, and one to Manny Mota. Bryant into the windup, and the strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball, hit the right field, sinking at the feet of Bobby Barnes for a base hit. For the Dodgers, seven hits. Willie Davis. Willie is 0 for 4. He had three fly balls to center field on a ground ball. 
And we'll see what he does against left-hander Ron Bryant. Down in the Dodger bullpen, Jim Bunning begins to loosen up. Because Jim Brewer, remember, is in the number four spot. He hits after Willie Davis. Bryant looks at Moda. Kicks and comes to the plate, and a big curve is in the dirt. And a nice knee shuffle there by Bob Barton to stay with it. One ball, no strike. One and all to Willie. Now Brian Sad looks at Mota and decides to drive him back with a throw to McCovey. One and all, the count to Willie Davis in the eleventh, a one-one tie. Ron Bryant comes to the plate, and the fastball is low. Ball two, two and oh. Ron Bryant is only 21 years old. He'll not be 22 until the 12th of November, although he had to age a little bit there in the 10th inning. He's from Redland and lives in Davis, California. The 2-0 pitch by the left-hander to Willie Davis. Five, all three. It's strange how he has worked. He came in to pitch to Sudeikis and went 3-0 and and then got him to hit into a double play. He started on Wills and fell behind 3-0 and and got him to foul out. And now after a base hit to Mota, he comes right back 3-0 and to Willie Davis. It's dangerous, but so far, so good. The 3-0 pitch is a strike, 3-1. and one. Three and one to Willie Davis. We'll see if the Dodgers play a run and hit game now with Moda at first. McCovey holding the bag as Manny takes his lead. Bryant looks at him. Checks. Still checking. Moda does not go. And the pitch is lined to left field. Base hit. Over to get it is Foster. Moda will stop at second base. So Johnny Miller is coming up to hit for Jim Brewer. But runners at first and second and one out, and the Dodgers have their second back-to-back game-winning rally. So Johnny Miller, who appeared as a pinch hitter in Cincinnati and hit a home run the other night, will now come up with two on and one out against left-hander Ron Bryant. coming out. Walter Olson might be trying to force Clyde King's hand. He deals out Miller. King immediately follows by going to the bullpen where the veteran right-handed Don McMahon is getting ready. Now we'll see whether Walter withdraws Miller who has been technically in the game and comes right back with somebody like Len Gabrielson. We'll see. In looking in the Dodger dugout, for the moment, at least, there is no one near the bat rack that we can see. 
The Dodgers have used Tom Hallard, Bill Sudeikis, Willie Crawford, Bill Russell, Billy Grabarkowitz. These are fellows who got in after the game started. Von Joshua. So that'll be all for Ron Bryant. And it'll be the veteran relief pitcher, Don McMahon, coming in. Don McMahon has been around a long time. He has certainly been accustomed to pressure. McMahon, who was born in Brooklyn, first came up to the big leagues in 1957. So this is his 13th year in the big leagues. McMahon has appeared in over 630 games. This year he's been in 12 games, so to update it a little, he's been in 642 games in his career. He pitched in the World Series in 57 for Milwaukee, in 58 for Milwaukee, and last year for Detroit. In his much-traveled career, Don McMahon has played with the Milwaukee Braves, the Houston Astros, the Cleveland Indians, the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago White Sox, the Detroit Tigers, and the San Francisco Giants. So McMahon comes in, and the anticipated move is made. We're not trying to act like a genius. These are fairly easy maneuvers to figure out. So McMahon comes in for Bryant, and Walter Olson immediately withdraws Miller, and Gabe will now hit for Miller. Miller has been in the game, in case you're wondering. He was announced, so that's all John does, a token appearance. Don McMahon, as he gets ready, is in his 13th game. He has won three and lost one. His ERA exactly three. And he comes in to face Len Gabrielson with Billy Grabakowitz on deck. The Dodgers have left five men on through their ten innings of at-bat. The Giants have left nine. But you remember that extra inning ball game at Candlestick Park that the Giants eventually won. They left 16 men on in nine innings, and when the Giants won the ball game on the ground ball that went through Will's leg, the bases were loaded, so the Giants were charged with three more left on base for a total of 19. Here's Len Gabrielson now, two on, one out. A 1-1 tie in the 11th. Gabe hitting 272. McMahon looks in to Bob Barton to get his sign. Tito Fuentes bird-dogging Moto a little bit to cut down his lead. And turning to throw is McMahon, but he fails to throw. He had no play. Moda with good running speed at second. Willie Davis at first. He's not quite up to par, of course, with a sore knee. The pitch to Gabe is hit into right center field. That's going to be a base hit, but Moda held up. Now they're going to wave him in. Here comes the throw. He scores.
was Clyde King and Walter Alston played a little poker. And Walter Alston started out Johnny Miller. And Clyde King brought in John McMahon. And that's what Alston wanted is he then brought in Len Gabrielson and gave single to right center. And Motor scored and the Dodgers went it two to one. A near fatal blow to the Giants. For the Dodgers, two runs, nine hits, and one error. The Giants, one run, six hits, and no errors. The magic number for the Braves. Two, a combination of Braves victories and or Giant defeats numbering two, and it will be all over. And, of course, the Dodgers would love to be part of that two tomorrow with Bill Singer going after his 20th and trying to beat Juan Marichal. That's at 1 o'clock, warm-up at 12.40. So two runs, nine hits, one error for the Dodgers. One run, six hits, no errors for the Giants. Jim Brewer, the winner, and Ron Bryant, the loser. <laughs>